Off there, no way. I don't want no malaria. Ain't malaria going around right now? Didn't the CDC come out and say, "Oh, we got malaria." Now, now for malaria, you don't have to wear a mask. You have to wear a patch on your elbow. Let's see how fast I can get that started. Hey, did you hear? Did you hear? The CDC is recommending patches on elbows. Oh well. I- we're going to see assholes driving around in their cars, their ha- arms hanging out the window, and they got a patch on their elbow. <laughs> we'll just put it, we'll, we'll get like a, a Band-Aid, and we'll we'll spell out Pfizer, and boom, slap that bitch on, you won't get malaria. Or maybe you will. I don't know. See, vaccines don't work that good anymore. Uh, good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of... That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Uh, before anything... It's t-shirt time? Yeah, got to do it again. It is 12 time. It's t-shirt time. Two brand new ones. T-shirt time. Holy it's shit. t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. Yeah, put your T-shirts on. And if you need T-shirts, go to my friends over at 4T5 Printing. And Chaz Man came through again. Uh, It's the Kentucky Fried Chicken logo, but it's got a picture of Jesus wearing a bolo tie, and it just says JFC. That, that, that's a genius shirt. So thanks to everybody over at 4T5 Printing. You can find it at 4T5Printing.com. Check them out. They are awesome. Chit-chatted with them a little bit yesterday. Awesome, awesome people. Want to come see me and do stand-up. Anybody who wants to come see me do stand-up are awesome, awesome people. No, I am in a mood today. I mean, I'm in a good mood today. Actually, good mood today. A hand to God, really, really. Uh, but, 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 really, before we do anything, where, where, where do I have that sound effect? I thought I had it in here. Um, is it there? No. Am I having a brain fart right now? Is it newest? No. Male, no. Pastors, no. I thought I had it in this one here. Oh, there it is. Okay. I, I, I was looking for something totally stupid. Uh, real quick, uh, before we get to anything, we have a birthday on the show today. Um, happy birthday going out to you're out. Happy birthday to you. Here we go. Come on, everybody. You're out. Happy birthday to you. 
That is awesome. Woo! That is fantastic. 27 years old, looking fan, fucking-tastic, great. One more from the from the man himself? Well, look, my wife has a rule in her yeah. family. Oh, she on does. somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Here we go. You're out. Happy birthday you're out. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. You're out. Happy You're birthday out. to you. That, that might be the closest you've ever gotten to one there, Mr. President, but but that, that was not good. That was not good. So a uh, happy birthday going out to you out this morning. By the way, happy birthday going out to Chris Payne. It's also his birthday, but more importantly, more importantly. It's your out's birthday today. So wish you're out a happy birthday. First one here this morning. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. No, Cowboys girl, we aren't. She says, good morning, ass family. Happy. Pump day. Good morning to you. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Uh, Maid says, good morning, ass and AIG. Last night I was watching Forrest Gump again for the millionth time. Great movie. Uh, I heard a line that I swear it's new. Uh, Lieutenant Dan asked Forrest, Forrest, have you found Jesus? And Forrest says, I don't know we're supposed to be looking for him. <laughs> Will you empty my diaper, Lieutenant Dan? I emptied yours. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I couldn't. I couldn't help. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** Damn you. right, Battleborn. He says, happy... Pump day! As family, billionaires are, billionaires are good people down deep. Yes, down deep they really are. Oh, my lord. There she is. Stars? The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. So there you go. I mean, that that's authority right there. So everybody pee your pants because... You ain't cool unless you pee your pants, according to Braddy Kid. Derek in the house. Becca, Becca. He says, good morning, ass family. Happy. Pump day. The good Darren is here. Please be a fart. Woo. Please be a fart. Yeah. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. He says, good morning, ass family. Let's kick Wednesday's ass. Indeed, House Payne says, good morning, ass family. Of course, the Wheel of Fortune broke right as you were signing off last night. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. After 40-plus years of being on television and being a great game show that brought families closer together, like me and my grandmother, as I cheated and duped her each and every Friday night, the Wheel of the Wheel of Fortune lost. Well, he's not dead, but Pat Sajak said that he was going to be hanging up the wheel. Vanna wants to stay for more money, but we'll see. And he's retiring. Yesterday it was announced that the one and only, sadly, Ryan Seacrest will be the new host. I say that because no one replaces a legend. Believe me, I know. That was pretty good. I got I gotta say that that one that one could give you some chills right there. I tell you that that that's good stuff right there. Uh Cowboys Girls laughing. Derek says, I've never heard that. Johnny, are you queer? Oh great song there. 
Slum Roy says, good morning, ass. Happy hump day. Oh, hold on. Let me get back to the right sound effects here. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Looking forward to another fantastic show. I promise you will get one today. We have Lister Mail brought to you by JS Floors, and it has some doozies in there, along with, of course, the stories that we have to report. There she is, the birthday girl. Uh, you're out, says, ah, what did I do to deserve this? It's not my birthday or anything. Oh, wait, it's my motherfucking birthday. Woo! Yes, there you go. Stack car is in the house. Says, good morning, ass family, and happy birthday, you're out. There you go. No, no, no cool Indian words of, uh, of spirituality or anything for him. I mean, that, that ain't cool. Uh, if Johnny's queer, bet your ass he, she gets invited to the White House for a Firo's dinner. Well, yeah. straight fire. Straight fire, you are correct, Amundo, my friend. I, I would play the sound effect, but I got to take a drink of Dr. Pepper. I think he meant to say hump, but Gold says bump day. Uh, yeah. Hump day. All you party animals, let's do this. Trash Panda in the house. Oh, I love trash. I love it. I love the picture of the raccoons. Reminds me of the movie The Great Outdoors. He says, good morning, ass family. Happy birthday. You're out. Straight Fire says, happy birthday, Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. He says, ahoy. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Yeah. Will I choke? Hold a bitch. Well, maybe. Be coop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says, what can you say about a pastor on the Ocean Gate sub? They were a good person deep down. Okay, I like that one. Send me that one. Uh, why am I hearing an echo? I don't know why you're hearing an echo. You shouldn't be hearing an echo. That shirt is sick. Yes, it is. Weird. Uh, v. Coop, today's shirt is more emancipated than yesterday's. Uh, let's see. Everybody's wishing her a happy uh, birthday. College Station, God damn it! I meant to work on your damn sound effect this morning. I'm sorry. I, I, I got sidetracked with everything. I got to put it in my machine here. Uh, hold on a second. Wh- which one did we did we land on? Did we land on this one? I like that one. There you go. College Station, good morning. Says, can Vanna White please pose in Playboy again? I know, right? I tell you, the luckiest bastard in the world. You, it, if you ain't read, there was something on like a Dateline or one of those shows, an expose show that did it on Vanna White. And she'd been married a couple times. Well, the first guy cleaned her out. The first guy, oh, well, he did her dirty. He 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 pulled the, the lady trick in California. So he's married to her. I believe he was a restaurateur. So uh, a failed chef. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was a restaurateur, and he and Vanna, you know, they fell in love, blah, 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 got married. He divorced her, and she had to pay him some ridiculous amount of money because Vanna White makes bank. I tell you what, uh, that guy right there, fuck you, I ain't never get, And they were married for like 20, 15 years, and he divorced her. He gets spouse support the rest of his life as long as he don't get married. Hell yeah, bitch, keep working. But how do you divorce Vanna White? You know she doesn't complain about work. Fucking E got stuck again today. God damn it. Fucking Pat Sajak's wig is fucking looking terrible. I mean, really, are those really valid complaints? You know, you, you, get, you, you get an iron worker, like, who, you know, gets, you know, burnt with molten lava. 
He comes home in a bad mood. I totally understand. Or she. Or she. Vanna White's upset because they didn't light up the W in time. Yeah. No, honey. Stove. I'm sorry. That was, that was just a little too much. I'm sorry. I, I, I let my chauvinistic side out there a little bit. Oh, Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Cowboys, girls, that's what I'm laughing at. I haven't heard that song, Johnny. Are you queer? Uh, I don't hear an echo. Are you already birthday drinking? What the fuck? I had one job. Fucked it up. Bump days. <laughs> Do your fucking job. Why are you hearing an echo? Well, the subwriters didn't hear it. Nope. Uh, happy birthday, you're out. Hopefully Arnie will fulfilled a request for an Adele song. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. I, I played her damn songs. Yeah, I played the B-52s. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. I was wondering no, no, I don't if after you. all these years you'd like to meet. Um... I restarted the app. I'm all good. Okay. Could you put up with Vanna's Harry uh, Pitts, though? Well, that was when she was young. Uh, let, let's remember, when she posed in Playboy, she was like 18. Vanna White's like, I think Vanna White's 81. I'm not sure. I don't think she's really 81. I, but, but Vanna White's in her 60s. I know that. So that was a different time. It was the 70s, man. Hey, bro. It's the 70s. We're doing disco. We're finding out this brand new thing called cocaine. It's all cool, bro. Lots of weed back then. So there you go. Um, let's see. Um, Damn, I bet you ah. come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Uh, Steph says, I wonder how Ryan Seacrest feels being the ultimate backup plan. New Year's Eve show in New York, Wheel of Fortune. Oh, everywhere he go. I mean... Uh, he, he, Ryan Seacrest, they, they want him to become the next Dick Clark. But you see, Dick Clark didn't become Dick Clark to become Dick Clark. Dick Clark was Dick Clark. There can't be another one. Dick Clark revolutionized the way we watched music. That's right. That's the way I'll say it. He revolutionized. If it weren't for Dick Clark, we would have never had MTV. Dick Clark having an American bandstand, kids dancing on TV. Then we had TV shows about kids dancing in clubs in the 80s, which was god-awful. But you watched it every day if you were alive in the 80s. And you 80s kids knows what I'm talking about. This has been right before MTV. Because we wanted to hear, we wanted to watch our music now. And then MTV hit. He and Nick Cannon, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. No shit. Nick Cannon's like the... Ryan Seacrest is the white Nick Cannon, minus all the kids. Adam J says, Buenos dias, Arnie. It's Wet Burrito Wednesday, everybody. Indeed it is. Oh, boy, we're going to the Velvet Taco today. Today is rib meat tacos. And if they serve their breakfast tacos all day, oh, hello. Brisket and and, and 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 potato casserole and egg in a taco? Yes, please. Viva la tacos today. 
Uh, photos of Vanna. Oh, oh, is these, are these the naked photos of her? Oh, hey now. Hey, Vanna. Uh, hey, uh, how are those hairy armpits doing? Yikes. Oof. God damn, Vanna was hot. Jesus. Velvet Taco sounds like a strip club. Oh, I, I know it does. It's crazy. Uh, but it's a pretty damn good place. Mad Hatter, good morning to you. Uh, starting to show off here. See, we did T-shirt time. Um, first things first, we've got a little story here. Got a little story about uh, uh, today we do listener mail, and, and there's always somebody always asking for advice. And here's a fine couple here that's been married for a long, long time. Uh, the fella is like 65, 67 years old. He's been married to his wife for a long time. His name is Keith. Keith Gordon, and he has become Britain's most tattooed man. He is planning on getting the last 3% of his skin tattooed. Ogre! Buenos dias, amigo! Now, 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 he hasn't been doing this his whole life. He started up at 52. He got a tattoo when he was 18, and then two years later, he got it removed. And then all of a sudden, 52, he got a tattoo, and he's like, hey, oh, blimey, I like this. I like this a lot. So he kept getting tattoos, and he got more tattoos, and he's got face tattoos. He doesn't have any wiener tattoos or anything like that. He says that that's off limits. So I guess it, that's three percent of your body. Fuck, that's a lot of body. Um, but I asked his wife because his wife is—they've been married for a long time—and they asked him. And and this is how this is how you explain how couples persevere. Usually, you're on the same page, but mainly uh, you're not in this case. Um, he says, blimey, the novelty does wear off a bit after getting the same question for 15 years, but I'm still happy to look like this. Now, the story goes on to say, the same cannot be said for his wife, Lisa, a former cleaner from the Philippines who previously said, I would have never married him if he looked like that when I met. I feel embarrassed when we are out and everyone's there. He is good husband and good father, and I persevere. People think I'm with him for money, but not true. I love him. Long time. That's why we got married. Fred, good morning to you, my man. My opinion's the only one that counts. Oh, uh, they, they pronounce it tattoo. Tattoo. By the way, I, I did that entire story just so I could be completely and grossly offensive there. Mage, how I do? He says, spot on Asian voice. You're goddamn right. Why? I want to be ninja. I want to jump, 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 jump down. Take jump down to Chinatown. I want to be ninja. Fuck, I'm going to hell. <laughs> All right. I got I got this story. And it's funny because this story 
I got the story after we got home yesterday, and the events had happened to us. They, well, they didn't happen to us. They happened to the one and only Braddy Kid. And I can say this right now. I, 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 I can say this with, with, with all of my heart and all of my soul. I have never been more proud of her than when she did this yesterday. Why? And hate is a hell of a motivator. It, it, it really is. So, uh, Adam J says, God damn it, I choked laughing. Oh, that's my job. Spit it up. That's even better. Um, so, we went to Costco yesterday. <laughs> I can't wait until that lady goes, Allison Morris. I want to be neat. No, I'm not going to say it, V Coop. I'm not going to do it. You almost got me. Um, we went to Costco yesterday. Had to get some stuff. Got you know, getting last minute stuff. Uh, oh, by the way, by the way, real quick, real quick. Oh, I don't think that I've updated anybody on this yet. I need to. <laughs> The donor and his girlfriend are coming to the birthday party. Yeah. One week from this Saturday. Can't wait. That's all I'm saying. Can't wait. Was was this the Glenn Kuiper hour? We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum. And Arthur Bryant's barbecue. Hey, I got some of that Arthur Bryant's barbecue sauce. I'm going to try that stuff out this weekend. Um, all right, so there you go. There's the update. So yesterday we 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 had to go to the Costco because a it's closer than the Sam's, and yes, the you have to put it in front of there. So I had to go to the Costco yesterday. Had to get a bunch of stuff. Um, by the way, I highly recommend the uh, brownie brittle. Put a little peanut butter on there. I don't know how they have not come up with, like, brownie crackers with peanut butter. Uh, hello, Keebler, somebody. Go ahead and copyright that. Oh, and the other thing yesterday that we got the grocery store, before I get into Costco story, the Little Debbie's, the Little Delby, Deli uh, peanut butter cream pies. Oh, you just forget about it right now, mister. You just forget about it. It's like they took all the cream from a Nutter Butter and they put it between two grandma's peanut butter cookies. Holy shit, are those good. I may get fat. Oh, man. Well, assigned seating charts, sit them all at the kids' table. Just play the Jerry Springer Show theme when they walk in. Philippines uh, 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ with strength me. Philippines 4.13 says, love me, you long time. I need a toffee version of that. Oh, I got you two more boxes. Thank you. Uh, Balborn says, those are the rest. Those things are good. And I've already threatened everyone in the house. I said, if these go missing, I will cut everyone's hands off, including Roscoe's. So we're at Costco yesterday. We did not get the little Debbie's things there. We were just at Costco you know, getting stuff, getting stuff, you know, for the house, getting it ready for the party and all this kind of stuff. Well, 
Costco is starting to crack down, and this is a big story everywhere. I guess a lot of people are upset about this, but none quite as much as Braddy Kid. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! There he is. There he is. Jasmine says happy. Pump day. Morning, ass family. Two more days until vacation. Ryan at 4T5 Printing is a new subscriber. Thank you so much, and thank you for the shirts. Uh, you, you got this ball rolling, Chaz, man. You are the man. So when you walk into Costco, you show them your card, you walk in, right? Show them a card, you flip the card up. And go, I don't talk to those people. Yeah, that's right, I said those people. They don't want to talk to you. So you go in, do your stuff. And by the way, got a big bone to pick with you, Costco. Hey, hey, fuck sticks. We're walking around, right? We had to get some steaks. Prime steaks. Fuck you, Outback Steakhouse and your choice meat. Um, and we're walking down this aisle, and I see an end cap. And I see a big old tub. A big old tub of chicken salad. I mean, it had, like, celery in there and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, wow. And I like chicken salad. Don't get me wrong. I like tuna salad better. So I go, wait a second. If they got chicken salad, they got to have tuna salad. And do you know what they didn't have? That's right. They didn't have no damn tuna salad. Bullshit. That's why Sam's Club's better. You can scan and nobody gives a shit, LOL. So uh, we get our stuff right, and we're going to the checkout line. We go to the self-checkout line. And this uh, young fella... Kind of punk ass, but once again, this didn't happen to me, so I, I stayed, I, I stayed away. Um, goes, uh, I need to see your cards now. I'm, I'm weirded out here. No, I do not like potato salad. I don't like macaroni salad. I don't like, uh, I don't like egg salad either. Tuna, chicken, chicken. I, I, I like chicken salad. Don't get me wrong, but tuna salad is the go-to. Why? Because I'm complete white trash, okay? If I didn't have to wear shoes anywhere, I wouldn't. And I have really nice shoes. Um, so going through the self-checkout, you got to show your card. Even though you got to scan your card, you got to show it to them. And then the kid goes one further to bratty kid. He goes, oh, I need, to, I need to flip it over. Now, I, I haven't seen a Sabs Club membership because I gave it to Braddy Kid. She got her picture on it. Um, those pictures are not high-resolution pictures. It's not like they're getting those from fucking the CIA, okay? They aren't pixelated. They can't tell, you know, the, the deformities of faces. They're barely legible. So what's happening now is Costco... And this is a story everywhere, uh, is cracking down on non-members using membership cards. Now, here's the problem I have. First of all, you got to ask a lot nicer than saying flip it over. That's the first thing. Don't, don't, don't say flip it over. And by the way, when he said flip it over to her, I thought Braddy Kid was going to fucking elbow him. I really did. She's like, what? And, and, and he's like, Flip it over a picture. She's like, well, I showed it to the people at the door. Now why do I got to show it here? Do I got to show it again? 
When I go out the door, this is ridiculous. And then she yelled at the outdoor lady, too. I was like, kick ass. I'm a business class motherfuckers because we spend that much money there. Um, and this is a new thing. Now, here's where I don't, this is what I don't understand. I get that you don't want non-members using the cards. You want them to become members. But what about the people that only go to Costco like once, maybe twice a year? They don't want to spend the yearly membership. They don't want to have that. They, they go once or twice a year. Maybe they, 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 they're not around that area. Because this is what you're missing. Because if you don't let them people come in that once or twice a year and they spend maybe, I don't know, $1,000, $2,000 in your store, and it's that way at every Sam store, are you willing to give up all that money? All because you want those people to pay for a membership. You, you're willing to give up all that money, Costco. I don't understand it. I, I, I think it's dumb. You can't even see my picture anymore because my card's so old. That kid should have said, please. You're goddamn right he should have. You can buy a gift card online and use it to shop in-store without a membership. Yeah? Oh, I look, look. Costco's funny because, you know, they ask for your card. And you don't have to have a card to go in there. You don't have to get a card to have prescriptions there. Believe me, I know. Oh, by the way, even cracking down on, uh, say, Brady, her card, and then play, uh, paying, they tell you, pay. She has to even, she has to have you even as a spouse. Oh, I'm on the account as well. So, I mean, I, they turn me away. It's going to be fucking mayhem. It's going to turn into Bruiser Brody cleaning the fucking arena in Japan. You wrestling fans will know what that means. Since they won't let me use my man's card, I go in there and just to get alcohol, you don't have to have a card to get liquor. So when I go to the checkout, they have to call a manager over to override the card shit. Good. You can ask to look around even before getting membership. Costco actually allows you to bring a friend with you to shop with your card unless something has changed. I spend 20000 a year at Costco. It's my favorite company, especially in Mexico. Well, now Costco is, count- uh, is cracking down on it. Well... And I don't think they're going to, they're trying not to let that happen anymore. And that may be in just in America. Because in Mexico, they're probably a lot smarter about it because money is money. It's the one thing that, that a lot of businesses, this is where, 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 they, where the rubber hits the road. Do you want to have the money in hand or do you want to hopefully have the money? Because what they're hoping is more people will buy memberships now. Start turning people away and see what happens. Start turning people away and see that, that people are going to go, well, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I, I think that this is just, uh, you know what this is? I'm going to tell you what this is. <clears throat> this is somebody new to the corporate level at Costco. And they're pretty high up. And they're pretty well respected, but but the thing is, is that they need to be even more respected, and this is their big act. I took a dump at work. Yeah. I pooped on the company line. I 
took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Alicia, good morning to you. This is managerial ego at work. Exactly. That's the way I see this. Somebody has gotten into an, uh, an official position in Costco, says, you know what? I like what Netflix did because somebody mentioned Netflix earlier. I think it was Stackar. I like how they're cracking down on these passwords. By the way, that's biting Netflix in the ass. We're gonna start. We're gonna start looking at the pictures because I'm tired of these the 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 these ruffians who aren't members shopping at our store. I'm tired of having their money. If I'm the CEO, I look at that guy and go, "You're fired." Costco has better meat than Sam's, but we shop at both. Sam's is owned by Walmart. They don't uh, give a fuck shit. Dog can pay if they have money, and that's the way businesses should be. Not Costco. Now, uh, my Sam's Club card doesn't have a picture. I used it in China. The thing I, I don't get is when Chinese people shop there, they go, wow, I make this when they, they buy stuff. <laughs> um, it was reported yesterday afternoon, late yesterday afternoon. I, I, I might make an early prediction here. Because this makes no sense to me. Hunter Biden privately settles with the baby mama over their child support payments. He's He was paying $20,000 a month, and it's being dropped down to $5,000 a month. And the big one here... The daughter can't use the the Biden name. Holy shit! Although I didn't hear the story, I'm experiencing managerial bullshit currently. And that's going back before we get to Teflon Hunter here. That's all this is. This is somebody in a new position just swaving their dick around. And you got to put up with this for every once in a while because this is where they let them step in it. Uh, why would uh, she settle for that? So stupid. Uh, it, it, it's beyond stupid. This is what I think happened. London Roberts, moron who spells London with a U. I think London Roberts has been um, approached along with uh, maybe the other uh, person in this party, Hunter. I believe that they've been approached, uh, and and London Roberts will, they probably said, you probably don't want to use that last name because here in a few months it's not going to be worth anything. I don't think threatened quite yet, Ogre. I think that that she agreed to this money and and not using the name. You can say that $5,000 a month is better than no $1,000 a month. We can all say that. But but not getting to use the name, that one, that one, that that one's rough. I think that 
honestly, I think Hunter is going to the Department of Justice saying, make these things happen, and I'll give you the big guy. I really believe that Hunter Biden is going to turn on his father. I I really, really do. I mean, there's a story out, and I know The View talked about it yesterday because The View were a bunch of dumb cunts, um, about this Trump audio. and, And I'm not denying it that the Trump audio exists. Trump has heard an audio describing highly confidential secret documents. Okay, okay, great. Now, I'm smelling something else here, too, but we'll get to that. Sad news came out inside. Uh, Amy Schumer has been canceled. Oh, no. Inside Amy Schumer where no man wants to be. I'd be like, 20K and I dropped the name. Yeah. I think that the Department of Justice maybe talked to Miss London and said, look, stupid, you spell your name with a U, so this is what's going to happen. You don't ever have to pay taxes again. Just walk away from everything. We will make it worth your while. And by the way, you don't want this last name because a lot of stuff is about to be spilled. That's what I believe. Now, it, it maybe I'm way, way off. Douglas? Screw your freedom. Yeah, yeah. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hope you're doing well, my friend. I that's the only excuse. Why does why is Hunter Biden why is he skating on everything? We have pictures of him using crack cocaine. I bet you if we tested him, he would have crack cocaine probably still in his system. I think Hunter has known that he will be Teflon because he is willing to turn on his father because he knows his father is about to fucking die anyway. And if he gets impeached and indicted, he will fucking die. Joe Biden will never see the inside of a jail. Kamala Harris, though, now that's a lady who's a little on the nervous side. Hey, cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. There you go. I hope you're doing well this morning. But, uh... And now this Trump story that he says, uh, it's like a highly confidential secret. This is a secret information. Look, look at this. You attack and Trump can be heard saying before another person interrupts. Okay, so they got him on tape. Great. Um, question. Um, you have Hunter and Joe in written form from Hunter's laptop. That everybody knows is Hunter's laptop. It's no longer considered Russian misinformation or bullshit like that. We know it's all legit. So you got smoking gun on on Donald and you got a smoking gun on Joe. When are we going to open the case against Joe? The only eight years Joe will do is an eight-year-old girl, probably. Weirdo. But this is what I see happening with Donald Trump. <clears throat> because this is this is some pretty decent evidence, I guess. I, I don't know. 
Look, I, I can't get over I can't get over the fact that when he when he did what he did, it was legal. And then they changed the law, and then the president said, Well, I need all that stuff. It's kind of a bullshit thing, and he's like, Well, I'm kind of doing shit. I'm kind of busy. This is something you see on Judge Judy all the time. Like, hey man, I got a life to live. I can't be there when y'all want to come. And so the Federals, they raided it. Went through underwear drawers, went through a 16-year-old's room. But Hunter Biden, weirdly enough, um, never was investigated by the FBI. Never had his house gone through. Oh, by the way, there were a lot of illegal documents at Joe Biden's house in Delaware, but there was no FBI there. They were stored in a garage. An open garage. That Hunter had access to. Now, I don't know if Barron, the 16-year-old, had access to this stuff or Melania, and that's why they went through her underwear drawer. But it, it, is, it is fascinating to watch these two stories, which, by the way, are the exact same, happen, and we're going to have different outcomes. I've been meaning to say this all morning. Uh, attention, everybody. Hold on a second here. Let me, let me, let, we, we, we have to do this. This is actually kind of. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Horrifying. And I need all Not of horrifying. you to stop what you're doing and listen. Um, little, uh, little show homework here. Show, uh, show cleaning. Uh, there will be no show on Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday is the 4th of July. I usually don't ever do a show on the 4th of July. Uh, there's no show Monday because uh, the good child is arriving in town probably tonight as he is moving here from his own private Idaho. And Monday, oh, I'm so excited about this. I am so fucking pumped about this. You don't even know. Uh, Monday, we are going to see the Texas Rangers play the Houston Astros. Fuck you, Astros. I hate you, Astros. Astros suck. Go Rangers. Damn right, I'm going to the Astros-Rangers game, baby. 105 start. So I got I to get there early so I can start heckling Altuve and any other of those damn cheaters from the fucking Astros. So pumped. All you can eat, Section 2. Woo! My family will be complete again. Love my thing one and two. Yep. They found less than 200 pages, meaning all those photos of multiple boxes everywhere did not contain the classified docs. Thanks, unbiased media. Beautiful. Enjoy the long weekend. Yeah, it's. It. I'll be back Wednesday because we'll be gearing up for the party of all parties, which is Saturday, which is Roscoe's first birthday. And the guest guess the guest list is a who's who of what the fuck are we doing? But I can't wait. Cannot wait. Um in a move that that probably uh did not surprise anyone, but but I'll 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 play it anyway because people seem to be surprised. Surprise, surprise, surprise. The two top Anheuser Busch marketing executives who were placed on leave after the shakeup no longer worked for the brand, have been fired. Golly. Oh, the spawn's still here. 
Spawn's still here. Uh, the, the good one's moving to his own place. He got his own place already. Um, Vice President of Marketing Daniel Blake and Blood Blight, Bud Light Marketing Vice President Alyssa Heinerscheind are gone. According to text messages with current regional head of marketing. Um, if we, uh, this is a quote to my understanding, if we publicly announce the word fire, it opens up the potential for them to sue us. That's why we said leave of absence. Okay, real quick. Can, can, can we just stop all this bullshit? They were fired. Why were they fired? Because they're shitty at their jobs. That's why. You cannot, you, you, you cannot market Bud Light. You can't kick your P1s in the nuts and think you're going to survive. You can't. You can't make make them feel bad for what was it for fraternal jokes or, or jokes that have aged poorly or, or, or not well or whatever they say. You put your group you you put your main consumers down. I don't think Bud Light would have had near the blowback if this gal didn't make that video. I think they would have been bad. I think the Dylan Mulvaney thing would have been, it, it hurt him. I don't know if it would have hurt him to the extent it's hurt him now. But when she came out and she doubled down in that video and said, oh, you know, we got to do this and do that. Notice how Miller got rid of their fucking campaign when they were talking about how they sensationalized women in bikinis, notice how quickly they got rid of those ads. We played them on the show. I thought they were, it's stupid. Uh, Got free tickets to a Giants game, so I picked a game against the Rangers in August. So excited. Awesome. I didn't know there were more bratty brood. Oh, I know. Jeez, it's only two. Thank God. But, you know, the story comes out. I'm glad they released the story saying that that this broad got canned. You're an idiot. You lost billions of dollars for a company. And the best thing is this gal will blame it on Dylan Mulvaney. It wasn't Dylan Mulvaney's fault. It was your fault. It's your fault. You're trying, you're using your... This is what happens when you try to use your political agenda to further business. Especially business in a world where nobody wants to talk politics. When people are drinking Bud Light at a picnic, they don't want to talk politics. They want to drink. When they're in a bar or at a concert drinking, they don't want to talk politics. They want to drink. And what you did was you took that can of Bud Light and you made it now a political thing. Instantaneously, you pick up a can of Bud Light, you are open for ridicule. I said open. I should have said hoping for ridicule. No, not really, B. Coop. No, uh, he's smarter. I'll, I'll I'll say he's smarter. He listens. Uh, that's the that he listens. There you go. 
By the way, uh, I I love this. This is this is fantastic right here. This Department of Justice report that was released yesterday. Did anybody get to see the headlines on this? Jeffrey Epstein's death was suicide with no outside involvement. Department of Justice rules. Well, they said that. Golly. Lazy staff who didn't check or remove excess blankets are blamed for conspiracy theories surrounding the pedophile's hanging death. Surprise, surprise, surprise. See, this is what I hate. This is truly what I hate. I really hate when my intelligence is so fucking put down. This is why I always bring up when there's no blood in a cage match. I fucking can't stand it. You're insulting my intelligence, okay? I've been a wrestling fan for 40 years. Every fucking cage match I've ever seen up until the last two have included blood and more blood and more blood. Just because you're all scaredy cats now, the business needs color. And by the way, last night's Dark Side of the Ring, oh my God, on the Junkyard Dog was phenomenal. Zach, good morning. Sorry I didn't see that earlier. How dare people spend their money in their honor. No rushing out to buy Bud products yet. No, nobody is. If he knocks up somebody, castrate him. My kids are both dumb as fuck. He's growing up and becoming a fine young man, still working on the girl child. I've never seen a bigger joke in America than the Department of Justice. It's just flat out embarrassing. This is dumb. This is just dumb. Just look, look, we we understand that you have a narrative to, to paint and you, you can't blame Hillary allegedly for this. Just stop. Don't don't make these front page articles. Release this on a Friday at 7 p.m. when the media goes home and goes to sleep. This is a story that I'd like to pass by and go, yeah, shocking the Department of Justice says this. Scott says, and all the cameras malfunctioned for 14 minutes. Well, they did because of the lazy staff. You see, Scott, when you blame the lazy staff, they're all, you know, they're fucking playing slap knuckles and and, and, and slap grab ass in the back. And do you know what happened? This is what happens. This is what happens. These powers that be. What they do is they go to the police union or the, the, the whatever union represents all the 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 the, the jail guards, because I don't think he was in Rikers. He was he was in Metropolitan Correctional Center, so he wasn't in prison. He was in jail, and they go to these these jail guards, and they go to their their their, their union, and they go, okay, what does the union need? And he says, well, you know what? We want to be able to grab our crotches a few more times a day. Maybe, 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 maybe give it a what for for my goomba. I'm such a dick. So the Department of Justice comes along and they say, what do you want? Because the Department of Justice can give you anything you want. 
They're like the Wizard of Oz. They can just snap their fingers and they'll make that shit happen. They are the Department of Justice. What do you want? Union tells them what they want, and then they go, okay, what do we get for this? Well, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get blamed for Jeffrey Epstein. Your fucking workers, they're going to get blamed. They're going to get called lazy. They're going to be shit on by the, the public, but... And and these guards, they know what happened. They know they know the truth. They've been sworn to secrecy. They don't want to die in the union. And they're like, okay. And they have to give, you know, some of these guards a big old shit pill to swallow, say, hey, you were lazy. Here's a new boat. It's the way it works. That is the way it works. All right, last story of this first break. Now, now you, if you've listened to the show a long time, and God bless you for doing it, especially in the last year and a half, you know I don't talk a lot about Ukraine. Uh, I think there are people that, that listen to the show that are very, very into the Ukraine thing. I'm not, and I don't want to be. I don't want any part of it. Y'all want to tell me what's going on? You can tell me what's going on. That's fine. In one ear and out the other. But I know all kinds of stuff are going on right now. I saw a story today, and I'd always wondered, why did Russia invade Ukraine? Maybe today I figured it out. That's a sad story to report that yesterday, at least 56 people, uh, including uh, eight people, including three kids, were killed. 56 were hurt when a Putin missile strike hit a pizzeria in Ukraine. Now, when I read that, I said, wait. They got a pizzeria in Ukraine? Ukrainian folks eat pizza? I mean, because in Russia you have borscht. I I, I think they have, like, canned bear. Probably lots of weird fish dishes. Did I mention borscht? See, you know, I'm leaving out one there. Uh, I'm leaving out the word pizza. See, I think Vladimir Putin, on one of his trips, got some pizza and said, hey, this pizza is pretty good shit. Why do we not have pizza in Russia? And one of his one of his comrades said, hey, duh, duh, duh. Uh, Ukraine has pizza. He said, what? Because, see, a lot of people don't realize this, but, but, but Vladimir Putin is actually from a lot of people that he, he think that he's, like, from Czechoslovakia and things like that. He's from Czechoslovakia, Georgia. It's a real city. Just You, you can't look it up. And he talks like a good old boy most of the time, but, you know, he, he's developed a thick Russian accent, all that kind of stuff, right? But, like, he's sitting with his boys. He's like, man, I want some of that pizza. Because, see, he left Czechoslovakia, Georgia, at, like, 2. And, and you can't feed a 2-year-old pizza. I know you can't feed a 1-year-old pizza. I've tried. So he's like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to invade Ukraine because those motherfuckers, got, they got pizza. I want me some more of that damn pizza. Didn't think about, you know, calling the Western world and saying, hey, Pizza Hut, why don't you come over here? 
hey, Papa John, your pizza's gross, but hey, it's pizza. They probably put pineapple on their pizza. Either that or, or, or human flesh. Borscht's bomb. Lapsha, Piorskis, just to name a couple. Russian honey cake is life-changing if you've ever had it. I knew that would get an uproar out of you. Now, see, that's how you take a sad story about three kids getting killed in a, in, in, in a bombing, and you make people laugh with it. Oh, I know they had pizza, for God's sakes. That's the joke. I can't, I can't imagine any place in the world outside of Africa not having pizza. And it's not because Africans, they, 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 they don't like pizza, but the last thing that people need in Africa is an oven. See, this is the problem, and in, in they they can't have them in Africa. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna write my own fucking death warrant here. I hope you're enjoying this. See, what they do is they they the problem is this is the problem can't make pizza in Africa because like you roll out the dough, you put some like chimpanzee blood on there, goat cheese probably. They probably got a lot of goats because goats like to eat dirt. Maybe you got you, maybe you got pieces of goat on the pizza, right? And then then you go put it on some hot rock, or as we would call it here in in, in the in the food world, the foodie world, you know, a stone. You put it on you you cook it on a hot stone, motherfucker. People in Africa have been cooking shit on hot rocks for fucking millenniums. So don't come to me and go, oh, I'm going to make this pizza on a hot stone. Well, way to go. Way to go, Tarzan. And see, they put the pizza on there, and it starts cooking. Because, well, it doesn't ever rain there. So when it's cooking, it starts to smell good. And that's when, you know, you get the lions to come out. You get the tigers to come out. They're like, hey, we like pizza, too. So that's why there's no pizza in Africa. In Japan, they put seafood on pizza, but the thing I hate more than pineapple is they put corn on pizza. Ha. Huh. Corn? Like, 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 like cream corn or just like kernels? Who put, who, why would you put corn on pizza? Maybe it was for you damn weird Asian kids, Mage, because every day, you, you know what? Hold on a second. When we got pizza in, in, in school, I think Wednesday was pizza day. It always came with corn. I'm not kidding. It always came with corn. Chinese been running us that long? Good Lord. Good Lord Almighty. Uh, Oski in the house. Your wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breast milk so good. <laughs> Says, good morning, ass family. This is his way of banning pizza ovens to fight global warming. In Mexico, it's custom put ketchup on pizza. Now, just stop. 
Like canned corn, not cream corn. Okay, thank you, Mage. Oh, wait, hold on a second. I had, uh. Right now. Right now. Putting ketchup on pizza. There's already ketchup on there. There's tomato sauce on there. What are you putting more on there for? Jesus Christ, Swear. Don't fuck up pizza. Y'all, y'all, y'all stop. Y'all other place in the world stop. Come on. Look, I, I look past the whole pineapple. You want to put pineapple on your pizza? I don't care. I've had it. I like pineapple. I like pizza. Do they go together? Sometimes they do, but it's not my go-to. I'm either a supreme guy, pepperoni, or just cheese. I'm real easy when it comes to pizza. Because pizza is just delicious. I think we're getting pizza this week. I can't wait. I think we're getting... Are we getting it? Oh, I think we're getting round table this week. So it'll be a good week. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler. By the way, I got into it the other day with a DJ here in town. Yeah, that's right, a DJ. We were driving around, and they were giving away tickets to see Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson doing an outlaw music festival here or some bullshit, right? And uh, the DJ, who I've I've had uh, run-ins with before. I've called him. He always answers. That's why I call him. And uh, he's, he's got this person that won the tickets, and she's trying to find out when they're going to contact her. And he's like, well, are you excited to see Willie? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, can you tell me a Willie Nelson song? And she's like, oh. oh, oh. And he starts kind of browbeating her. And I'm like, okay, all right, that's probably what I would have done until he made the mistake of all mistakes. When he said, oh, well, here's another song that Willie did. Okie from Muskogee. Well, uh, that that the the most giant went off in my head, and I said he's never done that song. He's never even done a cover from Oki from Muskogee. That's Merle fucking Haggard. So I had to call him. I said, "Hey man, hey, hey, Willie Nelson never did Oki from Muskogee." Oh yeah, he did. I go, "No, he didn't." That was Merle Haggard. He goes, well, are you sure? I go, yeah. He goes, well, how do you know? I said, because Willie's not a damn Okie. He says, oh, yeah, Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson, Okie from Muskogee. And I just go, you're a fucking idiot. And I hung up on him. I'd have fired him. Fired him right away. Yes! Yes! Fuck you, too! How can you be on a radio station in Texas and claim that Willie Nelson sang Okie from fucking Muskogee? God damn. There's a big brown cloud in the city and the countryside to sin. The price of life is too high to give up. It's gotta come down again. But worldwide war is over and done and the dream of peace comes true. We'll all be drinking that free bubble up and eating that rainbow stew. When we find out how to burn the water and the gasoline car is gone, when an airplane flies. 
many fuel and the sunlight heats our home. One of these days when the air clears up and the sun comes shining through, we'll all be drinking that free bubble up and eating that rainbow stew. Oh. 
station here in town and and I called it the wrong call sign when I called in I go is this K-Plex and the guy goes yeah like 20 years ago like back when they were good their call letters are still KPLX but they, they, they're they known by the wolf it's an okay it, sometimes it's okay other times it, it, it's just just garbage fire after garbage fire song uh, and Battleborn says, uh, prank phone call time. Well, you, you are half right. It is prank phone call time, but we aren't calling the radio station. Nope, I've been meaning to make this call since Monday, and I apologize, ass family. It just keeps getting pushed back because I didn't write it down. So here we go. Welcome to Frito-Lay Consumer Relations. All calls will be recorded for quality and training purposes. For where to buy inquiries, please press 1. For donation requests, please press 2. For all other inquiries, please press 3. Para assistance. Hi, thanks for calling Frito-Lay. This is Nicole. How may I help you today? Hi, my name is Marvin. How are you today? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Um, this weekend, I, I, I went out, and I was at my uh, my local Kroger, and I got some Cracker Jacks. I, 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 I like watching baseball and eating Cracker Jacks. And uh, it wasn't until okay. I got home, and I noticed it was a, a bag of Cracker Jills. Um, and I noticed, is this something that's in the Cracker Jills and, and, and not in the Cracker Jacks, or in the Cracker Jacks, not Cracker Jills? There were no nuts in the Cracker Jills. Gotcha. So, so just so you know, um, the Cracker Jacks and the Cracker Jills, they're exactly the same. Uh, the Cracker Jills are just a promotion we had uh, oh. for uh, women's, uh, supporting women's sports. I mean, I searched that bag high and low, and there are no nuts in there. Okay, so it sounds like um, uh, just a manufacturing defect, okay. um, but definitely something I'm glad you gave us a call about. But I just wanted to let you know that the Cracker Jills and the Cracker Jacks, same exact product. So there uh, are just, it's just a promotion we had going okay. on. Okay, so there are nuts in the sacks of Cracker Jills. Yes. Okay, I I, I really appreciate that. Um, but I would like to get some information off that box uh, that oh, way I, I can report I, it I to threw, my quality I, team I to let them away. know. Yeah, it, it's that gone now. There were no nuts. Yeah, it, it's gone now. Oh, you threw away the box? Yes, I, I'm sorry about it. It was a bag. Oh, or bag, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Um, and the, oh, the, yeah, the, no prize, the, the prize wasn't that good. I gotcha. Like, what happened to like, um, the cool so, stuff, like the whistles and stuff like that? Are they just choking hazards now? I. I'm going to assume. I do know that, you know, they did switch to more of those other, like, prizes that they have in there now. Yeah. Um, I think it did have something to do with, like, a choking hazard. I got you. But uh, let me gather what information I can that you can at least remember. Was it one of the bigger bags of Cracker Jacks? Uh, it, it was, it was a, a medium-sized, like, the Lay's potato chip-sized bag of Cracker Jills. No nuts. Okay, so, gotcha. So it was, like, the four-ounce bag? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And then you said you got those from Kroger? Yeah. And what city and state was that Kroger? Uh, I, I, I got them in, in Mesquite, it, it, and I didn't want to be in Mesquite, Texas, but I, I was in Mesquite. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, do, do, do. Um, and then you got those today? Uh, I got them over the weekend. Oh, yeah. I've, been, I've been meaning to call because, but I've been too busy, and I, I just want to know, like, like, because I, I, I like a lot of nuts, and uh, you know, it, it just bummed me out. No, I gotcha. Um, well, what I can do for you, um, I can gather your information. I can send you out a coupon where you can get a new one. Uh, no, new bag on no, us to no. Make up I, I appreciate that. You've been wonderful to hear my complaint. Thank you so much. I don't want to weigh your day down. I just want you to have a great day. Oh, yeah, no problem. All right. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day, sir. Thank you. I'm going to go get some nuts. All right. Have I a love good you. one. Bye. I don't know if she was playing along. And the list went away because it was just too fantastic. I, I couldn't do the list anymore because it was the call was going too great. She She, she didn't pick up on it. I hope she didn't pick up on it. I hope that was real. <laughs> the Cracker Jills did not have nuts. So what you're saying is the sacks of Cracker Jills have nuts. 
Oh, man, that was fun. That was fun. All right. <laughs> I knew it would be that good. God damn it. At least there's customer service who's in the USA. She has to know it's a joke. Uh, I would hope so, but I, I, I'm going to pretend like she didn't know it was a joke. And that she is going to go to somebody and go, you know, there was a bag of Cracker Jills that didn't have nuts in it. And then the whole office explodes with laughter. I don't mean it blows up. So there you go. Um, it is that time. It is, a, it is a hump day. And on hump day, we do listener mail where you send me emails to arnieradio1 at gmail.com. And I read them. And sometimes we have advice. We do have some advice we need today. How dare Cracker Jackson Jill be gendered? When oh when are we going to get Cracker them? Freedom now. <laughs> well played. I like a lot of nuts. Again, I'm fucking dying. Well, that's my job. Um, uh, the listener mail is sponsored, uh, brought to you by our dear friends over at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, the rest. Oh, the rest. Come on now. Oh, I just found this out. This is off-putting, people. The rest, they like to come to your house for an estimate only to show up and have you illegally adopt a special needs kid whose dream is to be a pro boogie boarder. And they do this all for the enjoyment of those terrible shit-a-stand fucking princes. It's disgusting. You know who doesn't want to do that to you? My friend Jesse over at JS. I don't even think Jesse knows what a boogie board is. Let alone sponsoring a, a special needs kid who wants to be a pro boogie boarder. He doesn't have time for that. He has time to put in the best floors known to mankind. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, our first letter is from, ooh, can't share name. Well, it is some advice, and well, you know, uh, I'm I'm feeling in the mood to, to sing a couple of my biggest hits. So, without any further ado, band, strike it up. Oh, yeah. This is a song for when you've been wronged by someone. Someone who was close to you for a long, long time. When you hear this song, I want you to feel better about yourselves. Because you did nothing wrong. They did. They're the problem. The best way to get rid of problems? Sing them away. Or violence. Whichever one. I sit alone and hear the hate We were such friends, you were my best mate And everything I needed to know You taught me on the radio We worked and worked, worked and worked At all those bars, listening Made them laugh 
we made them cry. They made us feel like we could fly. So I don't know just what I did to make you do what you have done. But that's okay, because you know now I have my own damn show where you can ask and do it now before I go and fuck a cow. Ask Arnie. All we hear is radio blah blah, radio heh <laughs> radio caca. All we hear is radio blah blah. Radio, ha ha, radio, what's new? Radio, we all just hate you. You once were thin, and now you're fat. I just can't help but laugh at that. She became so round and thick. How does she enjoy dick? But that's okay. You're like Greg and Dharma. Before too long, you will face that karma and get just what you deserve to. And maybe you'll tell the story that's true and when you do I will crow and I say that I told you so ask Arnie all we hear is radio blah blah radio I'm better than you radio <laughs> all we hear is radio I'm rich radio <laughs> Radio, wow, she's fat. All we hear is radio. Look at my health. Radio, look at my car. Radio, what's new? Radio, we all say. Yes, yes. fuck you too. I like the new added part at the end there. I, I, I dig that. I dig that. Now, now one more, one more, because we are doing the the greatest hits here. And if you're lucky, and if anybody requests it, we can do the the brand new song that I I I, uh, I wrote last week. But here we go. This one, I I have to say, this one is probably my favorite. <laughs> Oh, wait a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got to go back because you know what? I messed up that song. I messed up uh, the the Radio Gaga song uh, because I didn't have a dip in. I did not have a dip in. So I I can't do that with Country Roads. Hold on a second. There it is. All right. We're good to go. Put a little ad on there in a second. Hold on. Here we go. Hit play again. Here we go. Oh, that's much better. Know the words? Sing along. Got some problems. I can help you. Don't you worry. 
I'm a trained professional. We've all been there time after time. Now you gotta ask, so I can't help you out. Ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck a cow. You know I'll do it and brag about it. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. All the ratings are in the gutter. You sure miss me, that is fucking obvious. Fat and fatter is what you've become. Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out? Ask me now, ask me now, because I found another you know what I'm doing? Oh yeah, I'm fucking. I'm fucking a cow. Fucking a cow. You hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place. Driving down the road, you get me here. Words like shit and fuck and cock and gun. Cock and gun. Ask me now. Ask me now. Before. Hey, another cow. I told you I'd do it. And brag about it. I'm fucking a cow, I'm fucking a cow, ask me now, ask me now, please save that cow, I ain't stopping till I'm popping, fucking a cow, fucking a cow. I would say boom goes dynamite there uh, if I was somebody to talk like that, but I don't talk that way. Oh, wait, I do. Boom goes the fucking dynamite. <clears throat> wow. Wow. That's all you, that's all you got to say is wow. All with tobacco in my mouth. Now, you got to get to the listener mail. First one is from Can't Share Name. This is a big one here. Dear Arnie, I know that you had your struggles with this, and I could really use your help. My question is, if uh, you had someone significant in your life who was going down the wrong road with prescription pills, I was wondering how would you handle that? Thanks for your great show. Can't share my name. Okay. It's a big problem in America right now. It's been a big problem for a long time. And I know they've sued all these pharmaceutical companies and all this kind of stuff. Uh, 
first thing I'll say, um, if it's somebody significant in your life, the first thing that you're going to have to do is be patient. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, cut bait, get out. Depends on what kind of person you are. Is this person a lifetime person? Is this person someone in your lifeboat? Is this the person that you want to do everything for? Uh, that show was probably the funniest show on the planet when you were there. I had no idea what I missed out on. Uh, thank you, Remy. Appreciate that. Um, it's a, it's, it, look, it, it starts off with you're actually injured. That's what happened to me. I tore a ligament in my wrist. Not bad enough for surgery. It was a partial tear, but it fucking hurt. And I like to play golf. And if you got a torn, you know, you start to take some pills. Now, I did them at first for the pain. But then I realized, wait a second, this is an escape without using alcohol. And I claimed for a long time, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sober, but uh, I'm not clean. I would joke about it. I knew I was wrong because I had just substituted pills for alcohol. And I went down a long, long, dark road for a long time. Didn't know if I'd ever make it back. And I did. I had a lot of help with people. There are a lot of people that were really, really patient with me. And there are some people that weren't patient with me. And that's fine. That's their own, that's their own life. Um, the people that were patient with me, can't share name, letter writer, um, this person that's significant to you, help them. You know, if they're going down that wrong road, you don't want to let them go too far because, man, once you start to venture off too far, it gets it gets dangerous. Especially nowadays with, with the fentanyl problem and things like that. I started using Norco. Actually, I started using Somas. Those were the first things I ever used were Somas, and those were muscle relaxers. And those were great, but they didn't really, I mean, they made my body all gooey and everything, and it was fantastic, and it felt great. I wanted something to do that to my brain, and that's when I found Norcos. I would take a lot of those. And then I moved on to, to uh, I never went down the road of heroin or anything like that. Um, thank God, knock on wood. But uh, if you were there, you, you help this person. You help them get the help they need, but they have to want the help. First thing you do is make sure you have great life insurance. <laughs> that includes drug use. Uh, that's why I'm so scared to take pain pills for my knee injury. I think, uh, I take a leave at most and deal with it. And, and I know a lot of people that do that stack car. I'll tell you right now, I should probably have had knee surgery about fucking t- eight years ago. I don't want to go anywhere near it because I read a lot of things that say, you know, the pain medicine is good because it helps, but, uh-uh, no, I, I don't want to. I had a friend who got so bad on Norcos that she started doing heroin. Yeah, that's what it is. Be there for them, but don't enable them. That's a great point right there. Don't get them drugs. Tell them no. Tell them no, and then stay up with them all night. When they're shaking, when they're sweating, when they're cold, when their legs are crocodiling, that's what they. a lot of people call it. You feel like you're just, you, you, you have electric pulses going through your entire body. It's horrible. And all you can do is be there for them. Now, to the person that's going through that, 
It feels like forever, but it only lasts for about four days. Now, it you'll have longer-term last problems that come up, but you won't feel like you're dying after about four days. And if you're only on like like opioids, you can't die from over you, you can't die, you can die from overdose. You can't die from withdrawing. You feel like it. You shit like it. Oh yeah, boy, once you get off fucking opioids, you start fucking pooping a fucking it's black gold. Uh one thing Arnie did when he got his teeth did was be honest with the doctor or medical person. Was very proud of him for that. Well, I didn't want to go down that road. I didn't. I, I, I'd been down it. And I'll tell you this right now. If they, if they gave me a week to live, I probably ain't going to get drunk. Uh, I probably would. Make sure that week is the last week of baseball season so I can see the Rangers win the World Series. I'll get drunk that night, and I'll be on pills that entire week. Because I, I, look, look, I, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. My dad and I used to have these conversations all the time. Um, he missed cigarettes more than anything in the world. He quit smoking four years after he was diagnosed with throat cancer because that's what us statesmen do. We are fucking assholes. Um, but he told me that if he knew he was dying the next day, to get him a pack of camels. Oh, I was ready to go. If I would have known that last day that I saw him at Toyota, that I was never going to see him again, I would have given him a pack of camels right then and there. Norco's evil after open heart surgery. They gave me a rattle bottle full of Norco's, mixed those babies with a little jack, and bam, you're numb from the eyebrows down. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Tim and Nicole. Oh, oh wait. Hold on a second here. We got to do this. We haven't done this for him in a while. Um, oh, wait. We got to get to good mornings. Yeah, that's the, the ticket right there. Timmy. Timmy and Nicole. says, happy birthday. You're out. There you go. Good morning, you two. So can't share your name. Uh, the best advice I can give you is be present for that person. Be there. Do not enable them. Just be there and, and be ready. It's, it's, it's going to be bad for a few days. But it is worth it. I promise you that. Um, all right. Moving on. Moving up. Got to move it on. Hopefully that helped. Um, it's a tough subject. It, it's one of those, uh, I, I, uh, I don't mind talking about it. Boy, it's tough, though. All right, scumbag, pay attention. I'll it's tell you why. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Um, it's tough because you don't want to see someone that is you care about, that you love, that's significant to you. You don't want to see them in pain. And, it was, and withdrawing is not, it's not fun at all. Not fun at all. All right, this is from Campbell. It says, hey, Arnie. I just finished off Monday's show, which was amazing, by the way. But I was wondering something. Are you for real in the challenge of an MMA fight against a certain scab we all loathe and detest? I would pay so much money to see that and then top it off with whooping Chris Payne's ass as well. Since he's been nothing but a self-righteous blowhard for, well, ever. Where can I send the deed of my house for seats? <laughs> um, first of all, yeah. Oh, I'm a hundred. I'm. I'll stand by my challenge. I'll gladly stand by my challenge. 
MMA rules, that means I can punch, right? If I can punch and I can kick, I don't need a bite. Can't kick him in the nuts. Okay, that's fine. That means he can't kick me in the nuts. Well, I got disqualified. Um, yeah, oh, all the money, all the proceeds go to charity. I'd be happy with that. Yes, I was 100% for real on every part of it. Because once I get done with that first part of the match, bring in the other one. He might give me a little bit tougher because he's a little bit heavier. Well, I don't know. I don't know, Scab got a little, Scab has grown. He's a, he's a big old crusty Scab now. But yeah, I'll, I'll whip both their asses. I'll gladly do it. But I'm telling you right now, everybody, it, if we were to do that fight in Reno, I, I, I would sell more tickets than any fucking prize fight ever in that city. That right there, that would break every attendance record in Reno. Big ass fan says, those pussies never get in the ring with you. I sure wouldn't poke the bear. Oh, the bear was poked a long time ago. All proceeds from this fight should go to the fight domestic violence. There you go. Kicking ass for anti-domestic violence. <laughs> uh, but yes, Campbell, uh, that, I, was, I was 100% truthful with that. I am not kidding whatsoever. Not at all. I will gladly, gladly fight him. I'd be more than happy to. My gosh, that would be awesome. How long do they last on the, uh, on the, uh, I'm not sure. Probably a while. Uh, I'm not sure, Zach, how much longer. They, depends on what they're costing. That's I, I think it, it comes down to a cost issue. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I just want to say how much I enjoy when you have guests, especially Mikey. He was one of my all-time favorites at 98 Rock. Back when he did Nights After the Dog Pound, dot, 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 wolf. Hey, you get the bit. All right, all right, you get it. Um, I have always wondered why, because you two have great chemistry together. You were never put on a show together in the afternoon. That's from Samantha. Well, thank you, Samantha. Um, ooh, get Stone Cold Steve Austin as a special referee. Ooh, I could write the, the Steve Austin show where he does things in America, and I could have him be a referee because he's never been a referee. And we do this, and Stone Cold Steve Austin's the referee. And I take on Rob, and he'll see that I'm a Texan. So I'll get special treatment. Oh, that'd be awesome. Let him be the ref so she can watch Gab get KO'd up close. She'd sit on me. Come on now. I don't want her anywhere near the ring. I ain't going to challenge her husband. Uh-uh. Her husband's a big old fucking dude. He's a bear. Uh-uh. I ain't fucking with him. Um, You know, that's a great question, Samantha. I wanted to. Truth be told, when uh, I had left Reno, I got lots of stories for you all today, by the way. The late Mills would have been the best ref. Let's get it on. Oh, God, yes. No, Remy, I've never really discussed it. Hopefully this summer. Oh, please, he he would be in the bar or the beer garden getting hammered the next day saying she shouldn't. Um. 
when when I moved to Reno, I stayed in touch with uh, with my, my my Sacramento boss. He and I are friends still. This he's in Kansas City now. At least the last time I checked, he was in Kansas City. I still keep in touch with him. He's a great guy. Um, I nominated him for the Nevada Broadcasting Hall of Fame this year. Hopefully, he's going to get in. He should get in. He should have been in a long time ago. He's a good man. And uh, I was doing the uh, the sports show, and I was getting ready. I, I was doing the sports show, and then I was laid off. Very weird. I wanted to bring that up with Mikey yesterday, how weird he thought that would be. I took ratings from a one share to a five one share in less than three months, and I was fired two weeks later. Bear like a big hairy gay guy. Uh, no comment. Dum Dum clearly got a massive head wound, or now he's been blackmailed, or maybe like some Greek myth where the hero has to come save some fucking king for a number of years because he's pissed off at Zeus. Um. I was let go, and, you know, my world was, I, I didn't really know what to do. I didn't know what I was going to do. And then out of nowhere, my dad died. I had a stand-up show that was scheduled, but it was uh, it was canceled, so my dad got to miss that. Thank you to a certain person for making that happen, you cunt face. Um, and I ended up doing that show two days or uh, the weekend after my dad died because he would have wanted me to perform. Um, and then that's what gave me the the strength to start the podcast. And it was right about when I was about to start the podcast that everybody was hitting me up. Hey, did you hear dog shit left 98? And I had a feeling that he was going to. Turns out he was trying to allegedly sabotage our show from day one. You notice how I said allegedly there. Um. Because he didn't like it, he wanted he wanted to do mornings, and and the thing is, is it, and and I and I say this, and and you can say that I'm being cocky or I'm being arrogant, but I I've got the numbers to prove it, um, and and I know what I'm talking about here. Dog shit and jerk off aren't good enough to do morning radio. They never have been, and they never will be. They shouldn't have been doing afternoon drive. At best, they could have been a night show, a late night show. At best. Neither one had they, they, neither one had any talent whatsoever. And by the way, they still don't have any talent. One guy loves Van Halen and and revolves his entire life around Van Halen, which is death on a music station. The other guy's just a fucking moron and wears autographed jerseys. No talent whatsoever. And so we knew that, and, and, and the worst kept secret in all of radio was that Jerkoff was leaving to go be with dog shit over at a, another radio station. Everybody knew that. But, but Jerkoff couldn't say anything. He'd breach his contract. So he said he was going to go sell garage doors. Seriously, he was going to go sell. By the way, that motherfucker could not, he could not sell heat to a fucking Eskimo. That's how bad he was at everything. Him and Joe were on the afternoons. Uh, they would talk so much shit about you guys. They were jealous as fuck. They knew they weren't as good but couldn't admit it. Oh, they hated me. They hated when I came to the show. 
And do you know why? I'll tell you the reason why, but outside of the the jealous as fuck. Um, it all stemmed from an incident at a concert at Arco Arena. When dog shit got up during a Def Leppard concert and tried to walk by Scab, and Scab didn't move his legs fast enough or enough for him. And Dog took that. Now, I don't know how much leg room Dog needed because Dog had little puppy dog legs. He had like Shih Tzu legs. Okay. D- dog was five foot three at best. He'd say five five, but that, that motherfucker was five three. Okay. And Scab didn't get out of the way fast enough for him, and he held that grudge against him forever. That was the grudge. How do I know? Because I asked him. And, and I looked at him, I go, that, that's the reason? Um, but everybody was hitting me up saying, are you going back? Are you coming back? Please say you're coming back. Come back, come back. You and Mike. I called my, my friend, the uh, station manager, and I said, hey, uh, just to let you know, I'm, I'm willing to throw my hat in. I'm I'm ready. I'd love to work with Mikey. Mikey's an awesome talent. And he said, okay, you're in the running. And he, he said, and I was like, okay. Um, and I never got the call. And I heard Mikey was signing on with two other guys, and I said, okay, I'll go ahead and do my podcast. I didn't have any ill feelings towards them whatsoever because I knew what they were doing. They were probably trying to go in a completely different direction and get me off the station. And that's fine. They can get me off the station. You would have got – I, I personally think that Mikey, me, and maybe somebody else, I had a couple names, and I'm sure Mikey had a couple ideas in, in mind too. Um, we would have killed that market. We would be – Mikey and I would be doing mornings right now if we if if 98 had, rock, had offered us that. I met him at a, uh, at a Bruised Bros event, uh, not meaning to. They came into Hooters. I stood up and was taller than dog shit. I'm 5'5". Five five. Yeah, everybody's taller than dog shit. Um, but, Samantha, that I, I, have no re- I have no idea why. And I'm not, I'm not upset by it whatsoever. Um, I tell people all the time I do not second-guess my, my opinion. I, now, now, I do hold some ill will towards some shitbags in Reno that had me leave a number one show to build something in Reno. But the bigger reason why I left to go to Reno was to be with my dad for his last six months. I said my dad had six months to live. The night I was told that, after breaking down, um, I called my boss and I said, hey, my dad has six months to live. I want to move to Reno. And he said, done. He goes... You get two weeks, which is never, you never ever get your last two weeks in radio. And it was such a compliment to me that I will always hold Jim Fox in such high regards. And I never say his name. I always call him the ugly shirt, but he needs some recognition on this show. Um, He let me finish out my last two weeks. He let me have a last day. And I will be for eternal grateful. I will always, always have his back on anything um, because he did that for me. He's a great man. And let me just tell you, dog shit and jerk off hated every second of it. Why? Because I was the popular one in the show. 
I was the show. I and and that that last day was the day we got numbers, and we were number one with a nine two share. The morning show was number three with a seven three share, and we had a bigger listening audience in the afternoon, which means we had more listeners. Whoo! Did that irk somebody? Whoo! That hurt somebody's little feelers there. And I believe that's why I, you know, got my job in Reno and I never got another radio job again. Um, all right. <clears throat> Moving on. Moving on. More mail here. Um, yes. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, all right. Let's see. Who's this one from? This is from Ben. It says, Arnie, your stories have been great lately, but my favorite stories are your dad's stories. I know you and he played a lot of golf. What was your favorite course? Well, all right, everybody gather around the fire because this, this, this one's going to take a minute. Uh, so, yes, my dad and I played a lot of golf together. And at the time, I was making a lot of money. And pills weren't that expensive yet. And at some some points, I, I wasn't even on pills. But I didn't own a house. My car was pretty much paid for. So I had this money. And I was like, fuck saving now. I'm going to blow this shit. So I would take fucking expensive golf trips. Very expensive golf trips. And uh, on a few of those, I got to take my dad. What are our favorite course? Well, okay, so I'll rank this favorite course and favorite trips in one of my favorite stories. Um, so I would have to say that probably our favorite, our favorite course that we played was Pebble Beach. I got to take my dad play there two or three times, and. Uh, it was Pebble Beach. Is if you're a golfer, it's the mo- one of the most surreal places in the world. When you get out away from the clubhouse and you're out by the ocean, it is truly. You you don't feel like you're in the real world. I didn't think about anything except being in that moment at the time. Every time I I got to play there a few more times with my dad. Um, cause, well, I was lucky and I didn't mind paying for it. Um, and I'll never forget the first time we played there. It was after Scab's first marriage. We're playing the next day. And I remember we went in the, into the, uh, pro shop at Pebble Beach. And if you've ever been to Pebble Beach, uh, if you want to go to the pro shop, you can. And they drop off buses of people in the pro, you know, right by there so they can buy all the fucking stuff and, you got the putting green right there, and you got the number one tee, and you got a restaurant, and you got the pro shop, and you got another shop. So hitting a tee shot on number one is fucking nerve-wracking. Well, then, when you go to check in, they, they give you your caddies and all that kind of stuff. You meet up with your caddies. Um, the guy in the pro shop goes, hey, uh, big day today. I said, oh, yeah? He goes, uh, Mr. Palmer. Arnold Palmer is playing in three more hours. And I was like, oh, he's three hours behind us. They're like, yeah. I said, okay. 
So I kind of talked it over. I was like, you guys, because guys, we were going to leave afterwards. Because this was a Sunday morning, and we had to get back and do the show on Monday. Um, and I was kind of done with being in Monterey. So we decided not to stick around because I was named after Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer, my dad had two big sports heroes in his life, Stan Musial and Arnold Palmer. And if I could ever get close to introducing him to one, that was like my goal in life. So we didn't wait around Pebble. We played Pebble. It was a great time. A couple years later, because I'm, I'm, you know, I followed the golf world a lot. Um, for Thanksgiving, my, my dad wasn't going to see my sisters. My dad, my dad's like, what do you want to do for Thanksgiving? I said, why don't we take a trip? He goes, okay, where do you want to go? I said, well, let's go play golf. He goes, Jesus Christ, it's November. I said, I know it's November, but let's go to Florida. He goes, okay. He goes, where do you want to go? I said, it'll be a surprise. Now, I known because I'd read a bunch of articles about Arnold Palmer, hence my namesake. But my name is Arnie because he named me Arnie for Arnie's Army. Um, My name is not Arnold. If anybody wants to look at the birth certificate, you can look at it. It's Arnie, A-R-N-I-E. I will go by God. I, I will answer that. When you were in Monterey, did you eat a uh, Pizza My Heart or Gianni's? No, I did not. We ate like the whaling station or some kind of place. Had some pretty good beef there. We, I, I, I mainly ate at Pebble when we were, <laughs> we were there. Um, so, so we, I, I read some articles on Mr. Palmer. And he spends Thanksgivings at his course, Bay Hill, in Orlando. And I had planned this like months ahead of time. So, got our airfare. And and playing, it, the funny thing is, is that going and taking a trip to, uh, to like Florida to play golf at that time was reasonable compared to West Coast golf. Literally, it was less than half of what it cost. Playing Bay Hill was let way less than half than it was to play Pebble. And we stayed. You got to stay there and play there, and then they, they fed you breakfast. You got breakfast. We had to go get dinner. So we flew into Orlando. We flew in on Thanksgiving Day because we know nobody flies on Thanksgiving. So we got off the plane, got our rental car, and he goes, Why, where do you want to eat? I go, well, it's Thanksgiving. He goes, I don't give a shit. And I was like, good, let's go to IHOP. So, so on Thanksgiving in 2000, whatever, five-ish, I think, maybe, my dad and I had Thanksgiving dinner at an IHOP. So we go into to Bay Hill, we check in, we get our room and everything, and it's an old, they, they've refurbished it, they've remodeled it, and I'm sure it's a lot more expensive now. But uh, we're, we're staying there, and, and this, place is, this place is cool because you got to take your hat off when you're inside. Which wasn't a problem for my dad because he's a gentleman. I, he, he's like, take your fucking hat off, Jesus. Even in the pro shop. So I, I will never forget. And, and this is why this story is so funny to me. <laughs> so the first day that we're there, I go to check us in. We're playing, we're playing, uh, we're playing like three courses in town. Ta- we're playing two courses in town, but we're playing Bay Hill twice. While we're there. 
So I go in the pro shop, and my hat's off, and I said, excuse me, sir. And, you know, my dad's looking at trinkets and things, and he goes out, and he's on the putting green. Um, I said, uh, I was just wondering, what time does Mr. Palmer usually get here? And this pro in the pro shop, he has this look that, that he was, he's been waiting for this question. And, it, 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 and he knows it's going to break my heart. He goes, uh, Mr. States, I'm sorry. This is the first year in 25 years that Mr. Palmer is going to be celebrating Thanksgiving in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Instantaneous kick in the nuts. Oh. 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 I I I literally I, I I literally was like like I was almost shaking because I was so bummed out. I was so disappointed. So I check us in and I go out to the putting range. And I tell my dad, I said, okay, we're, we're going to be up on the tee in about 20 minutes. And he goes, what's wrong? And I said, Dad, I wanted so badly because I know that Mr. Palmer usually comes here for Thanksgiving. And he's like, is Arnold Palmer here? And I looked at him. I said, no, Dad. This is the first time in 20 years that he's celebrating in Latrobe. My dad started laughing so hard at that. He thought that was the funniest thing. He goes, only you. Only you. The one time we come to Pebble Beach, or, or the one time we come to Bay Hill, and you bring me here when Arnold Palmer's not even fucking here. He, he loved that. He lived on that for years. And I always like, and I don't tell that story a lot because that's a, that's a very, very personal one for me. Because it, it's one I get to hold close to my heart, but I'll share that one with you. That was so funny. Now, we really did enjoy that, but it was a hard course. It was a tough course. The other trip we took, my other favorite trip, was when we went to North Carolina. Now, like I said, I usually started scheduling these trips, like, in December. Now, I can make sure Dad was not, you know, visiting his horseshit daughters that are no longer alive to me. Let's be honest. There was arms flying, spit foaming out of your mouth, and you were yelling, God damn it, blah, blah. No, I, I wasn't. I was so, I was so, it, I was so hurt. It, it, it was like a thunderous punch to my heart, and it just stopped my heart when he said, oh, Latrobe, Pennsylvania. I hate, I almost wanted to rent a car and drive to Latrobe. Sorry, Palmer not here. Moves out front should have told you. So, um, this was 2006 that this trip happened. Uh, I was looking at, at, at destinations, and we had already played Bay Hill, and we didn't want to go back to Florida again. Pebble was too expensive. I had gone up and played Bandon Dunes in, in, in Oregon. It was okay. Vegas is too hot. Arizona was too hot for dad because this was a summertime trip. And I'm like, ah. so I, I called Kohler, Wisconsin. 
Whistling Straits. They have a lot of major tournaments there. And I got to tell you, them people, I told the lady on the phone, you're out of your goddamn mind when she told me how much it was to do a stay-and-play package there. It was like $2,800 a person. I was like, you are out of your fucking mind. And I'll never forget, I got off that phone, and I called my dad. I said, hey, are there any golf places that you really want to play? Are there any places that you want to go to, any courses that are that I can get us on? Because I, I could get us on a lot of courses. Augusta, not one. That was the ultimate. Either Augusta, and I always wanted to take my dad to Scotland. Never got there because we didn't really want to travel to Scotland. And he says, uh, what about the, the Greenbrier? And that was Sam Sneed's golf club, I believe, in West Virginia. And I called them, and they were really expensive, too. And I was like, what, fuck? They had just refurbished the club, done, done remodels on the club and everything. And then it hit me. I said, Dad, what? And I called him up. I go, what about Pinehurst? We watched the U.S. Open there. We like that golf course. He goes, ooh, that's a great idea. I go, they got like eight golf courses there. He goes, okay. So I called Pinehurst up. Pinehurst rates were fucking ridiculously cheap to stay and play there. And we played three courses on that property, and we played two more courses. We played uh, number two, where they have the U.S. Open, number four, and number eight. First day we played number eight, I had a tad bit of the old hosel rockets. You golfers know what that word is. It's the S word, and I don't say that word. Um, But I figured it out near the end. My dad beat me that day. Dad shot like 82. Dad had a great round. Dad shot 82. I shot like 91. I was not happy. The next day, we're going to play this this, this uh, golf course called The Pit. There's no rock quarry. You want to talk about a fun golf course, that was a great golf. They had, uh, they had their signature hole, 170-yard par three over trees. You didn't even see the green. It's a fucking awesome hole. These ridiculous costs are why your dad doesn't mind pissing in front of the cart girl. That was in Coeur d'Alene. That wasn't too bad a price. We got there the day after their season ended. So, yeah, when he's holding himself up against the tree pissing. But uh, so we, we, we went and stayed and we played at Pinehurst. and It was fantastic. And meals were included, breakfast and dinner. Now, breakfast, you just go in there in your golf attire. You know, you, you collared shirt, no hats. But dinner time, you had to wear a jacket. So that meant I had to go down to the Ross, which was like 20 miles away. And I had to try to pair of find, find a pair of pants that fit me. <laughs> My dad laughed about this forever. So I found a pair of pants, a pair of khakis, because no denim, they said. No denim. I said, okay. So I, I found a pair of khakis. I don't even know what they were. Fucking, I don't even know what brand it was, but it was at Ross. And I got them. And, and usually with that fat guy size, they're really long. And these were really long. And I didn't want to stop at a tailor. So when we got back to the hotel... <laughs> I called down. I go, yeah, y'all got some scissors down there. And my dad and I cut the pants to where it looked like they were pants. I was wearing cutoffs. Not really cutoff shorts, but cutoff khakis. Now, the reason why I tell this story this way is because the last part is the best part. Play two and four. We play this course called Pine Needles. And they had the Women's U.S. Open there. And one of the funniest things happened on the trip was uh, par three. Dad hits it, and he's a little short of the green. 
Now, I'm on the right side of the green. I'm chipping up. And the other person that we're with, they're chipping up. They're in the shit over on the left. And my dad's like, and my dad was not a slow golfer. So my dad's like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and play. And this is back when you had to take the pin out for a putt to count. He was on the green, technically, but he was 122 feet away. We measured. Because there was nobody there that day. And uh, so I'm going to my ball to chip, and I see my dad getting ready to putt, and I, I, I have to, you know, quiet my – the third person was like, hold on a second, he's putting. And dad hits this putt. And, I mean, it goes to the right, it goes to the left, it goes through a fucking loop-to-loop almost right through the fucking windmill. It seemed that way. It seemed like this putt was taking forever. And he fucking made it, but he kept the flag in. When that ball went in, I started laughing in my head so hard because I was about to nail him. The third guy, he chipped up. I chipped up. Dad's walking up. Did you see that? Did you see that birdie? I made it. It's like 100. It's like, This is a 200-foot putt. And I said, well, I, I looked at him. I go, nice par. Because at the time, the rules in golf is if you putted and you were on the green and you left the flag stick in, it was a one-stroke penalty. And he goes, Bullshit. That's a goddamn birdie, and you know it. Now, of course, I'm going to give him the two on it because he's my father. But when we got back to the cart, I'm driving because he can't drive a golf cart. No, uh-uh. He, will, he would drive on the green. I get the scorecard, and I write three down, and he's watching me write the three. God damn it. Change that to two. Change that to two. And he was starting to get mad. And I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing the entire time. So that was one of the highlights of that trip. But the real highlight is when we got back. I will never forget what he said. We get back. And he's with a a group of his friends and my friends are over there. And we're talking, oh, Jerry, tell us about the trip. He goes, oh, it was fantastic. This is, this place was top-notch. I tell you what, food was great. And then at dinner time, well, you had to wear a jacket in there. So, you know, we all had to, you know, use the sport coat. Well, not Dad. Dad brought a coat with him because he's old and he's smart. He goes, he goes, I already had to get a coat from the, the coat rack. We had to get him pants. That's a whole other thing. He goes, best part was they had a little musical uh, act going while we ate dinner. And he goes... <laughs> I'll never forget this as long as I live. He goes, boy, oh, boy. And let me tell you, the colored help, they were all wearing tuxedos. Man, I felt like everything was right in America again. (laughs) When he said that, I I just had a turn. I just had, uh, I I just like, I can't be around this. (laughs) I can't be around this. And he would tell that story that way every single time he was asked. Oh, yeah, those colors. They were wearing those tuxedos. Man, oh, man. That was a great time. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jerry. Cowboys Gross says, I love your dad. Oh, he, he, was, he was one of a kind. But there you go. Those are, those are, those are my favorite golf stories with my dad. Um he, he 
Oh, gosh. I wish I could make that shit up. Oh, <laughs> oh I miss him so much. Um, Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. We gotta get going here, people. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, as a fellow pro wrestling fan, and no, not at your level because you would be a savant in my eyes, but I am a huge fan for the last 25 years. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, hey, you're not too bad. 25 years, that's pretty good. I have to say how sick and tired I am of watching shitty wrestler after shitty wrestler use the Ric Flair chop after chop after chop after chop after chop after chop. Not to mention, if I see any more terrible super kicks a la Sweet Chin Music, I'm going to puke. When can people be original, for Christ's sake? That's from Clay. Um, I'm with you. Stackhar and I talked about that on Monday with AEW. They, they had a chop fest and a super kick fest. One thing I didn't talk about, there was one there was one thing that happened in AEW's show, if you go back and watch it, in the very first match of MJF against Samagura Takahara, he, he, he gave a real tribute to Ric Flair. Now, real wrestling fans will know this. If you grew up watching wrestling and you watch Ric Flair, you knew Ric Flair for two reasons. Number one, well, you, you knew him for a bunch of reasons. The main ones were the blonde hair, and he'd get busted open. Oh, the uppercuts, too. Stackar, I'm with you on all of it. He would always get busted open, and his bleach blonde hair would turn red. Number two is Nature Boy, so you guarantee woos and chops. And number three, Ric Flair would always get tossed from one corner into the other corner, and he would go upside down into the, the turnbuckles, flip up onto the outside of the ropes, run to the opposing corner, and try to jump off the top rope, but always to be foiled by somebody who was there ready to give him a super slam a full body slam where the arms are, and, and, and then pretty much throw him off the top rope. And MJF pulled that off perfectly. I am a big mark, as they would say in the wrestling world, for MJF, and that made me an even bigger fan. When he pulled that Ric Flair move, I almost, I almost jumped out of bed. Oh, he does the strut, too. When I was a kid and read magazines and saw Gordon Soley do replays of Ric Flair, I saw him do chops, the bleeding, the figure four, and his face plants into the mat. Seeing those clips, I was so pissed we didn't have cable. When when he flipped, when MJF flipped up in the corner, I was like, no way. And then he did the other thing. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Now, there was one thing that CM Punk did the other night that was phenomenal as well. Because CM Punk was getting booed, and CM Punk didn't care. He's not like those the young fucks who are worried about, oh, people like us or not. He doesn't care. He's there for money. the The word is they kept CM Punk and the 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 elite, the M, uh, the uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks on the other side of the arena because there's bad blood there. They don't know how much money they're leaving on the table. If you put C you want to you beat the ratings? You want to beat the WWE in ratings? You have CM Punk take on Kenny Omega. The end. 
but they're not smart enough to do that. But uh, but CM Punk had a match, and he's wrestling another Japanese guy. And he went to the turnbuckles, and they were booing him, or he went to the, the ropes, and he did the Hulk Hogan, the, the, the ear thing, where he waved the crowd, and he put it to his ear to listen. And then he did the other side, and then he did a leg drop on his opponent. I That was phenomenal. I, I just started applauding. I was like, bravo. I am not a CM Punk guy, but I'm starting to become one. I'm just saying. If I'm getting booed in the ring, I'm fucking milking it for all it's worth. Working my ass off to become a heel is the, the state. Oh, amen. See, that's the thing that, that pissed me off about that AEW show, that all-access show. And maybe they were doing a work. I don't know. But the Young Bucks came off as pussies. And so did Adam Cole. Adam Cole is a pussy. Adam Cole should be written fan boats in Panama City and dealing meth on the side with former rapper Riff Raff. That's what he should do. My ankles are bigger than Adam Cole's arms. Adam Cole, baby. At one time, you were a good wrestler. Now, you look like David Spade's fucking stuntman. Will the fans accept me back? Will they want me back? CM Punk's like, I don't give a fuck. If they boo, that means money. If they cheer, that means money. So, go out and do your job. You're not bigger than the business. Young fucks don't know that. Kenny Omega doesn't know that. And by the way, for all you Kenny Omega humongous fans out there, keep trying. Keep trying. He's not the greatest of all time. No. Uh Uh-uh. He's nowhere near the Mount Rushmore. Nowhere. He's not even in the same state. Where's Mount Rushmore? Is it North Dakota or South Dakota? Well, I'll tell you what. He... Kenny Omega is in he is in Arizona. Is he related to Michael Cole? There's another worthless spidey bag of crap. I can't stand Michael Cole, the announcer. No, they are not related, but he does suck. The young fucks and Adam Cole are the Joe Biden cabinet of wrestling world. That that's true. By the way, they had some tranny wrestler on the other night. AEW's on tonight, and they got MJF teaming up with Adam Cole, baby, on Saturday. I, it's so stupid to put him in tag matches. Stop that. Leave MJF alone. He's too much of a fucking generational talent. Now, I'll say this. MJF has a chance to be something special in the wrestling world. But he has to stay at AEW. That's the problem. He will never, ever let... There is no way... From everything I read about Vince McMahon um, still getting involved and and creative at WWE is not happy. Maybe Triple H would let MJF be MJF, but you can't change him. You can't. He's too good on the microphone. When he referred to Flying Brian Pillman's ex-wife, whose name is, I think, Bethany. And if you watch the behind the ring with her, and she's all fucking, seems all doped out, and he called her Methany on TV, that was the moment I said, this guy is my hero. He called her Methany on TV. I was like, perfect. Stop fucking with him. Uh, Side note, Pebble came to me with a joke. 
what do you call an autistic person with a gun? Special forces. That a boy. That a boy. I like it. I like it that the pebble is telling handicapped jokes. This is great. Hey, Alicia, I got one for you to tell him. You probably won't tell him this one because this is so bad. What's better than winning a gold medal at the Special Olympics? Not being retarded. (laughs) I dare you to tell him that one. Um, um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one, that one might get me in trouble with mom right there. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, please, 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 please keep the submarine jokes going. They are fucking hysterical. My favorite was the orcas and DoorDash. That's from Gary. Oh, he already knows that one? Okay. What was my, what was my, hold on a second here. I I, I did have one for today. I thought I was going to be done with them, but uh, why are jokes about the submarine disgusting? It's, it's sad to see how, how low people sink. (laughs) MJF level insulting goes back to territory days. It really does. I mean, and, and, and the thing is, watching last night's uh, Dark Side of the Ring with the JYD, Junkyard, it was phenomenal to watch. And to see the bridges that man burned, whoof, Sylvester. All because of cocaine. Man, oh, man. What a, what a talent the JYD was. There's got to be a joke about ch- the sub in Charlie Tuna. Um, not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Artie, you have done it yet again, my friend, and picked a true winner on the show, The Bear. On your recommendation last year, I watched it. It was great. This season was even more intense, and I can't wait for next season. So to tie me over, I've started binging Justified, and again, home run. Can't wait for that new season. Big man, you know your TV. That's from Barbara. Yes, I do know my TV. Uh, Justified starts July 28th. New season of Heels starts July 28th. The Bear is on Hulu. Uh, season 2 was very intense. Uh, I like his cousin. I believe his name is Richie. That's one of my favorite characters on the show. And to watch him, it, it, and they, they, they pulled his character like they did Roy Kent on Ted Lasso. Phenomenal. Great show. Great show. And I I saw somebody, it's interesting uh, that you bring up the bear. I saw a video, a guy from the Wall Street Journal, probably one of their food people, was talking about how bad that show is. How terrible that show is to to put the food service industry in that kind of light. From what I understand, that is the food service industry. That You know, to become a chef, if you want to be a chef, if you want to be a Michelin star chef, you work 20 hours a day. You you bust your ass. You are talked down to. You are shit on pretty much for the first part of your career. And that's what either makes or breaks you as a great chef. 
justified it better bring back the Nimrod cousins, the ones that are alive. I love a good dumbass. Oh yeah, they got it. Look, like justified's gonna be weird being in Detroit, but hey, I'm just happy that Raylan Givens is coming back. Better have damn Winona on there too. But uh, yeah, as far as the bear goes, I I highly recommend that show. And and the guy the the guy who played Lip and Shameless is the star of the show. Uh, Jeremy something, I think. I, I, I'm i not sure his name. But he's playing Carrie Von Eric in the Iron Claw movie, so I'm very excited to see that. All right, last mail here. Uh, by the way, we're just going to keep going because uh, no reason to take a break here. Um, so Don't move. Stay where you are. I got a little... It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? I'm, I'm sorry. I got a little long-winded with my dad's stories there. Uh, Arnie. Do you remember the story you told about that high school girl who dumped the baby in the trash at the hospital and thought she was going to get away with it by saying she didn't know and her mom didn't know? Have you seen the video of her cheering like a month before? How did nobody know? Now, this is interesting because I found the, uh, the news story about this and I watched the video. This is about the girl, uh, Alexi Treviso. I believe she's in New Mexico. And if you haven't seen this story, this story is god-awful. It's a 19-year-old girl who's admitted to the hospital with back pain. And, um... Did y'all catch a little nod to his character in Shameless Net? Yeah, oh yeah, it's fantastic. Um, she went to the hospital and she was complaining of back, in, back hurt. And her mama was with her, and she asked to go to the bathroom. And she goes to the bathroom, and she delivers the baby. She's in there for like 20 minutes. And the staff is about to come in when she walks out. She closes the door behind her, and she goes back to the room. Now, I don't know if they didn't notice, but she had blood going all down her legs. Um. One of the uh, cleaning ladies for the hospital showed up because I guess the guy cleaned the bathrooms after everybody used them. And uh, she walked in there, and they said the walls were covered with blood. So as she's cleaning it up, it takes her five, ten minutes, you know, clean all this up. She reaches into the trash to take the trash bag out, and she notices it's heavy. And yes, that is where the girl put her baby. The doctors inform her. There's video of this all over. They, they have the, the video from the hospital. Not her in the bathroom, but her doing all this. The video that's really the one is when the doctor comes in to see her and says, uh, Alexi, uh, there was a baby left in the trash can. And she's like, I, di- I didn't know, and the baby wasn't crying, and, and I just put it in there. And the mom's like, what, you're, you're pregnant? Well, I, I put the story up uh, for y'all to see the video of her cheering. Anybody who didn't know that girl was pregnant is dumber than a box of shit. I'm just going to tell you that right now. She ain't no fat cheerleader. Fat cheerleader would have big old fat legs. She is a pregnant cheerleader. Now, as the case is going on, of course, the police show up and everybody and everything, and they charge her with murder, rightfully so. 
but they let her out on bond so she can walk across stage at her high school graduation. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you are, are you think are you serious? You let her walk across stage? You bonded her out so she could walk across stage. And by the way, she was 19 when she graduated, which means she was dumb enough to fail a year. Thanks, Lizzo, for making girls confused about being fat or preggers. She was never, ever confused. She knew she was pregnant. And th- th- this is going to be an awful story. This I can't wait till it goes to trial, and I hope it's on TV, because I'll watch this one. Because this girl is going to get the chair. I don't know. They, they don't have the chair in New Mexico, do they? But, yes, I do remember that story, and thank you for bringing that up, because there's no way anybody thought, oh, that girl might be... Well, she's just fat. She's just overweight. No. No. No, she's not overweight. She's uh she she's El Pregnano. Dummies. <sighs> I swear to God, our country's getting dumber every fucking day. That's crazy. Oh, it, it it's awful, Cowboys girl. And watching the video, I mean I went down that I watched every video. And then I looked it up online. I'm like, oh, my God. And just. And the the part that gets me the most is that she kind of cries, but not really. She's just a sad human being. I mean, that that's all there is to it. It's gross. Now, speaking of something that ain't gross, I hope there's video of this. We're getting out of mail now. If you want to write the show, please feel free to write me anytime at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Um, okay, let's see. I got to watch this. Because you know how I say nature is not your friend. Well, nature is really not nature's friend. At either. your age, your body just can't handle alcohol. The No, no, my body can't handle alcohol at all. Doctor. How much have you had to drink tonight? Two. Oh, my God, there's a seagull. A seagull is swallowing a squirrel hole. He is gagging on that squirrel. The seagull has a squirrel in its mouth, and he's just chomp, 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 chomping. It's like he's a hungry, hungry hippo. I mean... That's craziness. Oh, yeah, that squirrel's dead. That squirrel is dead. The Steven Seagull is eating too much. Birds are dinosaurs. Um, see, I hate seagulls. We went to Padre Island one year. As I was a kid, and my parents went down there with me. Seagulls are assholes. See, down there near, near beach communities and stuff, they got, they got what, what's called here in Texas prairie dogs. Prairie dogs are like a cuter squirrel with no tail, with no big, long rat tail. And, you know, you, you, you feed the, the prairie dogs, you throw them, you know, bread or, you know, cookies or whatever. And every fucking time you would throw them something, a seagull would come down and take it. So people that throw Alka-Seltzers to seagulls, I say, bravo, fucking dicks. The seagull's just walking around with a half a squirrel in its mouth. Shoot that thing, seagull. Probably got poop on your car anyway. 
We won't name the seagull Kamala because she doesn't choke on throat to hugging meat. No, she doesn't. Um, the Olympics are uh, uh, the Olympics are happening, right? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen a bunch of. I I guess I'm not really watching a lot of NBC right now since Chicago shows are off the air. But uh, fans who attend the 2024 games in Gay Paris, ha <laughs> ha. Would you like to come to Paris and see the Olympic Games? You can smoke cigarettes here and never bathe. Ha ha, wee wee. Boy, oh boy. Boy, this is old kick to the nads right here. Fans who attend the 2024 Paris Olympic Games will not be able to enjoy alcohol. (laughs) Unless they're VPs, VIPs. Paris 2024 spokesman confirmed the news. Uh, A ban on alcohol stems from the application of Evans Law in a 1991 statute pertaining to the sale of advertisement of alcohol. French law prohibits the sale in stadiums, physical education rooms, gymnasiums, other sports establishments, but sets out different rules for catered hospitality areas such as VIP suites. Why would you go to the Olympics if you can't drink? I mean, that would suck. If I want to go to a hockey game, I'm going to want a fucking beer. I mean, back then, I would never go to an Olympic hockey game because, well, that would suck. Especially in Paris. Oh, oh, oh the River Saint. Oh, oh, we can go to the Louvre. Fuck, you'd never get in the Louvre with the Olympic Games there. Jeez, I'd rather stick a thousand needles in my eye than watch any Olympics without alcohol. See? See, you're out, gets it. I, I, I mean, I don't know why the Olympic Committee doesn't. Right? I mean, come on. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. And it makes, it, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Like, like when they had the World Cup in Qatar, here's the deal. When you go to one of them third-world Muslim countries like that, sorry if you're a Muslim and I'm calling your your home base a third-world country, but I I really don't care. Um, You go to one of those third-world backward countries where religion does run everything, and I'm not making fun of their religion. I'm just telling you that religion's a lot different there than it is here. I understand when they had no alcohol at the World Cup. I don't understand why there's no alcohol at the Olympics. This is stupid. This is dumb. Boo. Boo. If I had regular tickets, I'd be crashing the VIPs. Now, who knows? This may make it there. Only time I ever watched was when the Dream Team played. Yeah. I watched, I, I used to watch, like, like the, the hockey and stuff used to be cool, but now, eh, whatever. It's the Olympics. I don't know what the fuck Pepsi's thinking here. Pepsi has released its first ever condiment. Pepsi surprised fans by launching its first ever condiment in the celebration of the 4th of July. The sauce called Pepsi Cola Chip is infused with real Pepsi and has been developed with the help of the Culinary Institute of America. The brand is so confident that hot dogs are better with Pepsi that it will give fans a chance to add even more to the iconic sweet citrusy taste of a crisp, refreshing Pepsi directly on their hot dog. 
So so it's a mixture of ketchup and Pepsi? Ketchup and Pepsi? What, what, what? First of all, let me let me let me let me lay down the gauntlet here. Ketchup does not go on a hot dog. The only kind of the word dog is in there and ketchup use is corn dog. Breaking news, the greatest Olympic gymnastic quitter is back. They're gonna let her they're gonna let her return the quitter. Yurat says, I don't support the Olympics because the IOC is 100% crooked and they don't give a shit about the athletes or their safety. No, they don't. They, they absolutely don't. They are, the, they are the most crooked organization in the world. I, w- I will go out on a limb and say the IOC is more crooked than pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, I said it. I, I, I will not take that back. You, I, I promise you that's what I said. I said it. I said I said it. Mm-hmm. You're out. I, I couldn't agree with you anymore on that. I, I hate that organization. FIFA is a terrible organization as well. I have to disagree, my friend. Ketchup and mustard go on a hot dog for me. Oh, no, 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 no. Look, you can put whatever, whatever you want on it. But if you put Pepsi ketchup on a hot dog, I, 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 I don't know if we can talk anymore. Ketchup and Pepsi? Now, first of all, first of all, um, if this was something that was going to be good, Coke would have done it a long time ago. Secondly, Pepsi. <sighs> oh man! Yesterday we were at the grocery store, so we had to go. To, we had to go to Costco first, and then we had to go to the grocery store, right? And I was just, you know, I was, I was getting stuff that I haven't had in a while. I was like, Phew. oh, by the way, by the way, you ready for this? Ogre, are you sitting down? They have stopped selling Braunschweiger at grocery stores. That's right. I can no longer get Braunschweiger at a grocery store. That's goddamn bullshit. I want my yellow-wrapped fucking Braunschweiger. They don't sell it at Walmart. They don't sell it at Kroger. I want some goddamn Braunschweiger. Yeah, I think it's, it is anti-German bigotry. Look, they're sorry for World War II, for God's sakes. God, don't take my damn Braunschweiger away from me. Oh, you idiots. Oh, but we'll have Pepsi ketchup instead. Who the fuck wants pet? Who 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 raised their head and said, "Hey, uh, I got an idea. Uh, how about we put Pepsi and ketchup together?" You're fired. This is all because Braunschweiger teamed up with sushi and salami and tried to take over the world. Ketchup on a hot dog is delicious, but then again, I love trash. You 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 do love trash. You do love trash. 
And look, I, I'm I'm just telling you, y'all are eating them the wrong way. Y'all y'all, y'all are a bunch of three, y'all are a bunch of four year old kids that put ketchup on hot dogs. That's okay. That's the way you like it. That's okay. <clears throat> Stop yelling at me for putting ketchup on tamales. Then, damn it. Ketchup on canned tamales is delicious. <laughs> I have such a weird palate. Would you try it if Dr. Pepper made it? No. This is what I've learned about. But Dr. Pepper is great on its own. That's all it needs to be. I don't need it mixed in chewing gum. And they used to have that, and my mom would bring home boxes of gum, and you, you bite into it, and it tastes like Dr. Pepper for about a tenth of a second, and then it's gone. Only thing that goes on hot dogs is mustard and pickles. You goddamn pickle person, you. Um, ketchup, mustard, onion, and dill relish on hot dogs. You're gross as fuck, Fred. Um, I had the Dr. Pepper shake at, at Whataburger, and it was no no bueno. Recently, Bluebell ice cream came out with Dr. Pepper and Bluebell, and it is not good. Mustard, sauerkraut, onions, jalapenos. I, I'm a simple guy. I'm a mustard. It, look, if I, if I want to be fancy, I put mustard and relish on there, some onions, maybe some cheese. I like getting the Chicago one. I take the tomato and the hot peppers off and the dill pickle off, but you know, I want it for that green relish they got. Speaking of dogs, hey, Bubba, how you doing, bud? Bubba's riding shotgun today. He's, he's adding a lot to the conversation, if you can tell. Um, I do believe that when, when Bubba passes on, Bubba might be my last dog. But but losing Bubba's going to hurt. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And he's he's not going anywhere anytime soon. He's in decent health. Um. But I, 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 I think that, that Bubba will be my last actual dog unless I can get this new dog called the Therminator. Um, a company um, is selling a robot dog, so it's a robot dog that has a flamethrower strapped to its back and it can set 30-foot streams of fire. It's the first ever flamethrower wielding robot dog. Let's go. Let's go, ass family. Let's let's get the let's go let's get the GoFundMe going. Let's get it going. I want a Terminator. I want a dog that can shoot fucking fire from its eyes. I don't have to feed it. I don't have to pick up its shit. And if somebody knocks on the door, guess what? Guess what? Here's the best part. Um, we'll name him Willie. That was going to be the dog next dog's name anyway, was Willie. Either Willie or Dusty. But I, I like Willie. And I, I will sit Willie in front of the front door, and uh, we, we, we'll get rid of the locks on the doors because we don't need them anymore because we have Flamethrower Willie. So when somebody comes in the house, Flamethrower Willie will see this, 
and shoot a flame of fire at him, and it chased him off. Oh, my God. This dog is amazing. A flamethrower on his back. Now, now it, it, here, here's the thing. Um, like I said, we need to start a GoFundMe page because this is a $70,000 dog. Um, now, now you can get a cheaper version of 2,700 to 3,500. That's kind of like the wish edition, but you have to spend between seven and $900 on a flamethrower. So I think the $70,000 dog comes with flamethrower. I like that. Um, oh, oh, this dog would go on planes with me. Oh, I, I, I'm just going to tell you right now that this dog, oh, please, please, let, let somebody come up and try to pet him. Come on, Willie. But, Bubba, you'll get, to, you'll get to train Willie. Well, you know what? No, you won't, because if you train Willie, then all Willie will do is sit around and sleep and then, you know, lick his nuts all day that don't exist because, Bubba, you don't have nuts. I was just looking out the window like, what are you saying right now, idiot? I know I don't have nuts. Jesus. Hey, this is Cracker Jill. Tie in. Go back. Revisit. Um, something is happening in New York City schools. New York City! <sighs> Parents, uh, I'm going to need your help here. Put that dog on live TV. Fucking ratings will be through the roof. All public schools in New York City. New York City! Thank you. Will be required now to offer two to five minutes of mindful breathing exercises to students every day. Mayor Adams says there's a science to breathing. Yeah, if you don't breathe, you'll die. That's a pretty easy science. It calms your nervous system. It helps center us and helps us regain our sense of balance and focus. Look here, Mr. Miyagi. Look. Parents, do you want your kids spending two to five minutes a day not learning? Instead, they're just sitting there breathing? Can't they, can't they do this at home? Why are we doing this on the taxpayer's dime? Just wondering. Oh, feel free not to answer. I mean, it only makes zero sense. All right, kids, put your books away. By the way, this is every school, so this includes high school. Kids, put your books away. We've got to do some mindful breathing. Are you teaching a fucking Lamaze class in high school now? Probably. Half the kids are probably pregnant in there anyway, or at least doing dope. <laughs> I just sound like an old man there. That's just stupid. Okay. Breathe in for four. Hold for three. Breathe out for six. Just 
Come on. I'm surprised they, well, you know, probably some schools do have the Kama Sutra in there, and they probably got people doing it. Oh, the last story today is fucking. <laughs> the last story would be Arnie as. We'll get to it here in a second. We got one more before that story. Now, I don't know why this gal did this. I'm going to share it with you because I had to see it. All right. Um, this happened in Austin, Texas. Um. Okay, some some gals out partying in Austin. Now Oh, that's hard to watch. Oh, come on, no. No. That's just wrong. Come on. Seriously. I can't believe I just watched that. Like I shared it with y'all. Um uh, an unnamed woman was seen lying in the middle of what appeared to be 6th Street in Austin, Texas. She was first filmed laying on her back as she wallowed around in... That's right. <sighs> Cow manure. I'm sorry. It was horse, it was horse manure. Horse shit. She laid in the middle of the street. Then she decided to get up and take the horse manure in her hands and spread it all over her face and mouth as people came in with iPhones to film her doing it. Now, she doesn't seem to be a very unattractive girl or a fat girl or anything like that. Why would you... Rub horse shit on your face in the middle of the street. You are pretty much telling every fucking heathen dude there that you're down for rape. I, I, I'm just going to say it right now. You don't deserve to be raped. But what you're, what, what you're saying is that you probably won't say anything. Because if you're willing to rub horse shit on your face and mouth, heh. I mean, that, that, this is a little much even for me. I mean, I, 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 I'm pretty tough when it comes to this shit. This is gross, man. Why do people need to play with doo-doo? Don't play with doo-doo. Doo-doo is not a toy. Okay? It's not. It's gross. You, you, you're a bad, bad person. When you're sliding in the first and you're feeling something worse, diarrhea, diarrhea. <laughs> when you're sliding in the third and you lay your juicy turd, diarrhea, diarrhea. When you're sliding in the home and your shirts are full of foam, diarrhea, diarrhea. When you're sitting in your Chevy and your shirts are feeling heavy, diarrhea, diarrhea. Now, now, let's let's play this scenario out, shall we? Because that's what we do here on the show. We try to figure shit out. I got I got two scenarios to go through here. Number one, she gets done doing this, 
Ask family dudes. I, I, I need y'all here for a second. Um, so she goes into a bar next, probably, right? I'm going to tell you, some dude is going to try to buy her a drink. I, 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 look, look, it ain't me. It wouldn't be none of my friends. But somebody's going to go up to her and go, hey, baby, how you do? I saw what you did out there. Yeah. Would you like a cognac? Well, ask fam, on that note, I got to go. Mama and the boys are getting our teeth cleaned. All right, well, tell, uh, tell Boy Kind and uh, Pebble. Arnie said hello. That chick will definitely let you get her, give her a Boston steamer. No shit. Um, I don't want to be that dude. Christopher just texted, what the actual fuck? Yeah, I know. It, 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 it's pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. Are you talking about the tacos I'm getting today? I sent him a picture of the tacos because he gets mad at the tacos I get. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, and, and here's the other one now, because this has gone viral. Let's say that you're sitting on the couch at home, and your significant other is next to you, maybe reading the newspaper, and you're going through your little videos, and all of a sudden you come across this video, and you go, oh, my God, it's, I, I, I don't know what her name is. They, they don't have her name. Let's we'll call her Poopy. Oh my, is that Poopy? Wait, what? What is she doing? What is that? Wait, huh? You, and you have to watch it again and again and again, and then you just shriek. Honey, did you did that? Yeah, you, you know, once it goes viral like this, the, the, I found this story on a Great Britain website. Boy, oh boy, your mama and daddy must be proud. They must be doing cartwheels about this. Our girl went viral for rubbing horse shit on her face. Yeah, you can't come home anymore. Sorry. That did it. Now, our final story of the day. Um, this is why I, 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 I can't be um, I can't be an instructor of anything, especially when it comes to kids. Now, this is a terrible story. And I have to find the levity in situations, so that's what I'm trying to do here. Um, The day after someone signed up for martial arts classes in China, Oh, wait, hold on a second here. If I say China, I have to do... Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. Yeah, uh, uh, so, uh, first of all... Now, now once again, this is my stupidity and my Americanness coming out. Don't you just, like, pick up martial arts on the streets there? I mean, I know they got, like, the Shaolin temples and all that kind of stuff, but that's more, like, religious-type stuff. Like, I, like... Like, doesn't everybody know in China how to pretty much do kung fu? Like, ain't, ain't you taught as a baby? Like, how to do kung fu? But I guess they got classes. Okay? All right. So, an eight-year-old boy signed up for classes. Next day was his first class. 
He went to the class in uh, the uh, Chongdi Juing Martial Arts Sports Club in Qingdao, Shandong, on June 17th. How was that? Mage, pronunciation, was I pretty much spot on right there? With the Chongdi Juing Martial Arts Sports Club in Qingdao, Shandong. Now, on June, he signed up on June 17th. On June 18th, his parents who paid uh, 7,680 yen, around probably about $1,000, for a year's worth of self-defense lessons, were sent a video of him during training, which he looked unusually pale. The mother then, mama said, well, wait a second, why has he got bruises all over him? Well, um, the boy was then taken to the Third People's Hospital in Shenyang and was declared dead on arrival after being beaten up by his instructor. Now, is this like when Kramer took karate with little kids? This instructor beat an eight-year-old to death. I mean, does he not know the wax-on, wax-off philosophy? What about paint the wall? Paint the fence? Sand the floor? That's a no, you've got to go to class. I thought people would be doing it in the streets, but no. And yes, spot on. That's a, a $1,060. Ooh, I was close. All right. Thank you, Mage. Medical records uh, revealed that his heart stopped beating 20 minutes before getting to the hospital. Three people have been linked to the club that have been arrested. Now, now, when you show up and you arrest a karate man, or like, 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 see, this is this would be a great conversation to have with Chinese police and Asian police in general. If you show up to a dojo, to, I can, you know what? I bet you could ask American because we got China, we 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 got karate places around here. If you kind of show up, I guess his check bounced. Oh, I'm gonna beat your ass, kid! Like like when you show up to arrest a karate man, I mean you got to take some extra precautions, right? I mean seriously, be. I, like I, I'm not playing here. I'm I'm being totally serious because if a man comes attack you and you know kung fu, you're gonna high ya him, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what's happening. And I mean, once he starts high yawing your ass, you're just Nathan, call nine one one. A video posted online shows a boy wearing an orange shirt with the martial arts club on the back. He collapsed to the floor as a woman's voice can be heard saying, "If you keep doing this, your mom." has told me she will not pick you up for one year. So the instructor's talking shit to him while he's beating him up? That kid's eight! Now, 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 real quick, I gotta say, like 99.9-ish percent of me says this is all. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. A karate instructor or whatever martial arts they're doing. I don't know if it's kung fu. 
I know it ain't chai chi because you. The only way you die doing chai tea of, uh, is a boredom. They don't call. They don't fight. Uh, they don't fight the cops there because if you make it worse, they'll send you to jail and desert. Just shoot you. Mm. Oh, it's Mage. Mage, what's up, buddy? Hey, so uh, I got a funny story for you. I was in Shanghai one time, and there was a lady who was drunk or something, and she started screaming and throwing stuff on the ground, so the cops showed up. And the thing is, when they went to question her, uh, you know, they started doing the cop thing and, you know, put your hands behind your back. She didn't want to comply, so she shit and pissed herself. Oh, awesome. So So the cops got so mad. One guy stayed with her. He walked over to like a nearby, like, uh, like, like a food stand or whatever. And then he comes back with a couple of garbage bags. They pick this broad up and they put her into a garbage bag, like feet first. Then they duct tape the fucking bag. Awesome. From her, from her ankles to her shoulders and then put her on a board and layer on the back of their, like, golf cart. And drive oh, away with that's fantastic. They don't want to get that shit on the place. They don't want to clean that up. I mean, I don't blame them at all. That's that's wonderful police work. Yeah, it's like uh, you don't fuck with the cops there because no. either you could put, like, a desert concentration camp or they'll just take you out back behind the building and shoot you. And I bet you they know some fucking crazy kung fu and tai chi shit there, the police there. <laughs> yeah, they do. Jesus. Have a good day, man. You too, brother. Uh yeah. So so ninety nine point nine ish. We we can say ninety nine point let me be honest. Let me I always tell you that I try to be honest, right? I'm only eighty percent appalled at this story. The other twenty percent I'm jealous. I I, I don't want to beat a kid to death. Let, 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 let's get that out there before anybody, you know, raises a, a hairy eyebrow at me. But, man, oh, man, you got to beat up a kid. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're going to go to jail for it. You're probably going to get raped in jail, but it, you're going to get raped by another agent, so it ain't going to hurt that bad. That was so fucking racist and fantastic and homophobic all in one. I should be given a medal for that joke alone. Asian rape doesn't hurt too bad. God damn it. Um, maybe not 20% jealous. Maybe 15. Maybe 10% jealous that you got to whoop a kid. But you went too far. You, you went too far, karate man. You, you, you can't. And by the way, by the way, nobody is talking about what kind of shitty businessman this is. I mean, you, you can't kill your clientele. You can't. Unless, 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 unless. Now, you know I'm a marketer. I'm a marketing genius. Fangless rattlesnake home security system. Animals that we like, we let die naturally. Sell that to vegans. I show up, I beat up your kid's bully because you're teaching your kids not to fight. Right? I, 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 I mean, seriously, I've got all these great ideas. This is the idea here. The marketing is we have an instructor that can beat people to death. Why wouldn't you take lessons from him? 
See, 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 I, now, now I've saved the business. I mean, granted, he's going to prison, probably going to be raped, but once again, doesn't hurt that bad. Um, I got to imagine that the food in, in prisons in China is just awful. I mean, I, 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 you know, I don't even want to think about it. I don't want, I, I don't want to think about it because I'm going to eat tacos here in just a little bit. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. Now, at that prison, I do not think that anybody will be saying... Slides off limits to ching-chongs. Yeah. Shit, Mage put that fucking crazy karate writing in there. Arnie beats children. Anio hoodie hazi. Arnie beats children. Oh, that's badass. I like that a lot. I like that in the kung fu writing. I still got to do my diligence and go to go over to Garland and find out what them, what them kung fu letters mean over there. Um, maybe I'll do that. I don't know soon. We'll see. Uh, but that is going to do it for us today, my friends. Tomorrow, humongous show. Wow. Wow, do we have a big show tomorrow. Tommy is here. Not only is Tommy here, Christopher is going to join us because tomorrow is Christopher's birthday. It's Christophermas. And he's going to join us. Got some special stuff to roll out for him tomorrow. And then Friday, we got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. So, as family, until then, until tomorrow, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So, until then, y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Uh
was never the same The man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.